Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. We're back, baby! Uh, we're back! We're back stronger than ever! I've given you lives! Isn't the whole point of this show to have conversation? 100% for comedy. Friendly room. What a weird game of chicken that is. This guy's sharp. <laughs> he knows everybody's name in this room. We've been doing fake radio since 2006. Live. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, Redidius. Welcome to the program. Episode, uh, boy, 3207. Yeah. Does that sound right to anybody? 
32 or 7, the award-winning podcast, The Never Enough Funny. We welcome you in on what is going to be described as a beautiful Monday here in Southern uh, California, the Los Angeles area, Sherman Oaks uh, specifically. Um, you know, the cat's out of the bag. Everybody knows where you send us. You can send us anything anytime. You can yeah. stop by. Any, and You can't. You can't stop by anytime, but you could. You, you have you, to get you, buzzed in yeah. or just catch the eye of Tyler in the window. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, but, but, I, but if you're in town visiting, you can certainly, and, and if it's, uh, you know, you're on a, a tour of the star's homes and you want to see where your hero does his podcast, mm-hmm. you can certainly drive past. Yep. I would imagine in this day and age, they could probably even drive past my house. Like uh, if, if you, I don't mm. think you, I don't think you have to do a deep dive to find out our addresses on the internet. No, but maybe don't advertise that that's the case. <laughs> I think they know that anybody, okay. th- people are smart enough to, yeah, you're right. I mean, I, th- I think it's really easy to, uh, to sadly to do that. It's I, really? I, I, it's like as easy as buying a gun. Uh, th- <laughs> that it is really, you're put, you're putting all the puzzles on the table. Let them put them together. Again, I'm not, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not doing a thing. They've already uh, done it. Uh, if, if, by the way, if they don't know how to put matt belknap address mm-hmm. uh burbank well I've, i managed to keep you out of that new house so uh, uh couldn't find it right now if you paid me a million dollars <laughs> i mean that's sincerely if you said right now if if you said elise is at home mm-hmm. and she's holding a check i'm, I'm gonna make it even re, uh, re, reasonable she's holding a check made out to you for one thousand mm-hmm. dollars you have a half hour nope wow you, you know what give me an hour okay no <laughs> wouldn't be able to even if it's just me going up and down the streets of yeah. Burbank, I would not be able to find it. What are you doing up and a moving? Up and a moving. Uh, um, you got it. Oh, will you send me that address? Because he again, he won't. I won't remember it. My, you know, I'm on that medicine. Uh, he won't let me come over to the new house. I'd love to drive past it. I've driven past it, of course. Uh, Longingly, <laughs> when I had it, uh, because you sent me a link to when you bought it. Hey, this is the new house, mm-hmm. and uh, then a second very rude email that you'll never see. <laughs> You're not invited. And I was like, I never see. Fuck you. I hopped in my car and I drove past that minute. Yeah, and I flipped it off, baby. Oh, did I let the <laughs> I let the finger fly? Sure, flip the, the bird. I said, you know what? What's the word? The bird today, my man. Let your freak finger fly. I don't know the song. Isn't that, uh, what's that from? I thought it was from Hair, but it's not Hair. It's, um, it, it sounded like you were doing a little bit of long, beautiful hair. I know. It sounds like it's from Hair, but it's Let Your Freak Flag Fly. I think it's from the Shrek musical. Oh. Is, that, is that right? <laughs> yeah, stupid. Oh. God awful. I only know it because I've, I've had to sit through kids' performances of it. Oh. It's, it's indeed from Shrek the musical. First of all, nobody wants to see adults do that. <laughs> Could you imagine, I can't imagine children doing it. You know what I only learned a week ago? This is, I, maybe you all know this and I, I it would be crazy. Well, it's not crazy. It, it, it's just, I'm probably the biggest fan of this person of anyone in this room and I did not know this till last week. All right, hang on. Can you, give, give me the information or okay. give me the person. Okay. And, and let me see if I can. I, I can do it as a trivia question. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, do it. Do, do what it. actor recorded 90% of the role of Shrek for the first movie Shrek before being replaced by Mike Myers? Oh. Uh. I think oh. I know this. Oh, Michael J. Fox. No, fuck. Eric Stoltz was the joke. I, I screwed it up. I screwed up my own joke. Yeah. But we all got it. We had, I still got to laugh. It all worked out. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. a winner today. Uh, so wait a minute. So you're telling me the the animated uh, program Shrek yeah. had a different actor. It was a different. It wasn't written for his wonderful Scottish accent that we've <laughs> that's, heard. That's what blew my mind. I assumed that they were like. They got Mike Myers on board, and then they're like, "All right, he's going to do his one Scottish voice that Boy, he's been doing his whole life." I don't, I don't think I know the answer to this. I don't know the answer, but my guess is Robin Williams. Because why? Not? Oh, that's a great guess. I like that answer. I like it, Garen. Do you, do you know the answer, Garen? I believe I know the answer. Okay, what do you think the answer is? Chris Farley. 
Correct. Oh, Chris Farley recorded ninety percent of it and and then passed away. Oh my goodness! And they even went to his brother Kevin and said, "Can you finish the the movie? Because you sound enough like him." And it was two weeks after Chris Farley had died, and he was just like, "I was in no place to." do that it felt wrong it felt weird and i was in mourning and i said no and he's like now i'm kicking myself because it would have been a every day huge, of his life right huge huge payout for the rest of his life doing those sequels anyway but i mean uh you, you know we we all know what state you know when andrew when andrew died i know yeah. what state my wife was in and, and and what i was in sure and i did i had some job offers come through mm-hmm. that three weeks afterwards that it wasn't even my brother and i yeah. no so i i 100 get it right so they they've got Mike Myers. It's it's just wild because it's Mike Myers's performance, his voice performance for those movies is now iconic, and you can't really imagine what it would have been like any other way. So that of course makes me want to see, you know, rough cut footage footage of of the movie with Chris Farley's recordings. Like it would be crazy to see that, and like it would, I'm sure it would feel very weird and wrong, but. But you could imagine him being a good Shrek. Like, it kind of fits. It was it was an interesting, good casting idea. At the same time, it seems... I mean, he was he was certainly the gentleman of the moment. Yeah. Uh, but it also seems... I, I hate to put it this way. A little lazy in a casting. A little on the nose, yeah. A little like, oh, that's what this guy kind of acts and looks like this. Oh, the big swamp f- slob? Uh, yeah. Right. So, but, Yeah, but we don't see him, boss. Yeah. Yeah, get him. Right. So that's mm-hmm. weird to me. That's, yeah. Uh, that's a, that said, I agree with you. I think he would have been very good at it. Yeah. I mean, it, it would have been a very different movie. I'm assuming he was doing his own voices. He, I don't think he really did voices. No, he did that voice. Well, no, he did that guy by the, the van, the river. He did that guy's voice. <laughs> Matt Foley. Do you think it was Matt Foley, Shrek? Isn't Matt, Matt Foley basically is just his voice. Screaming. With, 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 with <laughs> adjusting pants around, right? That basically yeah. it? <laughs> well, 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 we got ourselves a little scholar here. You think you're going to go to college? Yeah, he's just screaming. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, I was interviewed. Remember, did you know this? I was interviewed by the um, 60 Minutes or somebody that they came to the improv that talked to us right after his death. And they oh, wow. they, they, they lined up interviews with me and um, uh, maybe Carlos Mencia. And uh, did you just say what you said? What's that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, he went after me. Um, what? Uh, I forget who else was there, it, it, but it was no, it was nobody big. You know what I mean? Like Car- was, Carlos, Carlos probably wasn't that big. That, that he, of the people that they talked to, yeah. because, and um, they all just wanted the salacious answer on how <laughs> how 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 much uh, how prevalent are drugs in comedy. Mm-hmm. And when I gave them the well, I was a drunk. I wasn't really a drug. A drug guy done like yeah. they, they you just saw the guy turn off yeah. but he still went down this list of questions but knowing full well even the camera guys like pretend, pretending to still videotape yeah. you know what i mean like, like you're not giving us what we want and therefore this is useless no. we should move on and then when you saw the clip on 60s uh, either 2020 or 60 minutes whatever one it was yeah um and they really just focused on like uh there was another uh oh i know he became a dj up north but i forget his name you know, there were, you know, there were times after shows, people would shake my hand and they would, you know, uh, slip cocaine into my, like, that, that's what they wanted. Right, and I'm right. like, uh, you know, I'd get hammered and tried to fuck waitresses. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then they, uh, they'd go, how'd that work out, sir? i go, not well. I was, uh, you know, who wants to do that? Who wants to have sex with an annoying man? Nobody. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but my impression was always that the drug stuff was way more prevalent in the 80s. Uh, just in comedy and in, in society in general, it was just it, a, it was a lot more cocaine and it disappeared in comedy, at least in stand-up comedy. It seemed to disappear 
from 90 to about 98. Mm -hmm. And then it came back strong. Mm -hmm. When did he pass away? 97, maybe? Yeah, right 90, about. Yeah, 98, maybe. I don't know. Uh, which is why I did think it was weird because it, it had disappeared. Yeah. Uh, which I did think was weird. Like, why are they making this the story? Because there really aren't drugs yeah, yeah. I mean, of course there were yeah but it wasn't what was happening in the 80s where yeah. it was like yeah then you go to the green room and do a line of blood you know you're right like, even kathy Ladman was all coked up <laughs> by the way i don't know if that's true that was just a joke 100 yeah. percent a joke i picked somebody that i knew was uh, working yeah. in the 80s it could also be you know there was i think there was probably a time when it was not no one felt the need to hide it. They would just be like, yes, hey, I'm doing some Coke in the green room. You want some? And then at a certain point it was like, this is not, people don't think this is uh, acceptable. So I'm going to do it in the bathroom by myself and not like just be brazen about it. Kathy would go to the bathroom. So I've, <laughs> again, 100% kidding. Uh, I worked with a couple of gentlemen who uh, one may have passed away now. And, and the other way is uh, also a disc jockey in this country somewhere um, in, in Atlanta. Uh, a lot of nice women down there. You know that. Matters. I do. Um, they call it Hotlanta as oh, a result of course of that. they do. A lot of ladies down there. Um, and they were, they they loved the Coke. Mm -hmm. And I was, that was not my scene. This was 1990. So it still was happening. And these guys, these guys were, you know, uh, hey man, we're going to be using the green room. And, uh, you know, uh, some people might be stopping by. And then people stop by, and then I'm the only idiot. I didn't stay, but at first I was like, "Oh, okay, we're in the green room watching TV between shows." And then before you know it, everybody, it's, you know, like Scarface, everybody's doing blow except for this nerd. And uh, you know, then I went out and of course uh, tried to have a beer, and then fuck a waitress. <laughs> what was this for? I was telling you. Don't you want me to know that you I don't fuck want a waitress? You to know. Well, I, no, I, I didn't. I can tell you. I can tell you. Not in Atlanta. Not uh, Atlanta was not pleasant. It was not. Uh, it was not good for Jimmy Pardo. Too hot. Well, for me. Yeah. Yeah, they had no interest in my. I, I, uh, this may or may not have been. Uh, it was in Buckhead, which was a kind of a hipster area at the time. Maybe it still is. I, I, I think it's also upscale. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I think it was pretty, almost like James Spader in Pretty in Pink sort of vibe okay. for the whole town. <laughs> and I think Coke was just everywhere. And mm -hmm. I just wasn't part of that. And so therefore, mm -hmm. no, you know, nobody gave me the time of day because. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I didn't have any Coke on me. Um, well, that's co uh, that's been Coke talk on Never Not Funny. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Cocaine. Four guys who've never done it. Cocaine. Four times. You know what? I I can't say I've never done it. I I, I have a feeling that uh, <laughs> it's been snuck into some sort of a if you you know because I've I've I, I've I've snorted you know like Ajax or you know uh, oh, wow, wow. household cleansers. Okay. And I'm I'm guessing some jerk probably snuck some cocaine into that, <laughs> right? So that's possible. As a prank. Yeah, as a prank. That's a fun prank, right? Mm -hmm. Put cocaine in there. I'm not looking to do drugs. I'm looking to household cleansers. Um, Just keep your temple clean. That's exactly right. Thank you, Garen. <laughs> yeah. What if I did have an addition to household cleansers, but I still thought I was keeping the temple? Like, I was like, Literally. I don't do drugs. Yeah. I don't do drugs at all. And I go home and I'm sniffing Comet. <laughs> I think that would kill you. Yes, instantly. <laughs> not instantly, but certainly... Uh, if you did enough, I think it would kill you instantly. Yeah. But if you did it uh, in moderation, because I'm not a crazy person, I think it would slowly <laughs> kill you over time. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like those people who like, what was that show? My Strange Addiction, where they would like just yes. eat Tide Pods or whatever. People couldn't help it. I went to school with Tide Pod. <laughs> yeah. Good guy. Todd Pod? Tide Pod. Oh, Tide Pod. Tide Pod. I'm, the, the D is. Tide Pod. Tide Pod. Good man. Real good man. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I'm going to get this out. And, and this, I know you want to talk about something business, Elliot. Uh, other podcasts seem to do their business up top. We don't seem to do that. We like to, uh, again, it just being uh, our, our 
rule of being bad businessmen. We like to hide mm-hmm. all of our business stuff at, at minute 48. Kind of warm the microphones up, you know, get, get everybody uh, loose. Other shows do it so early, though. And, and, and quite frankly, it is a little jarring when they do it. Uh, at the same time, it's like, you know what? They're probably, they're probably smart to do that. Yeah. Uh, people are hot and they're listening. Uh, over the weekend, I was watching the Masters, which, of course, was right out of uh, uh, Hotlanta, mm-hmm. uh, Augusta specifically. Uh, he's not really Atlanta. Shout it, you fucking peach eating assholes. Um, it was great. Final round was fantastic. It was a great round. Uh, the ladies were off this weekend, so I was forced to watch the men play golf. Uh, the Masters is not bad because uh, they keep the uh, the bros in check. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of get no. Not a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of uh, yelling and uh, a little more respectful uh, crowd. Even though most of them are just rich white assholes. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I did that, I was able to. Uh, the coverage came on because uh, the third round was uh, rain delayed till the next day, so it came out at uh, for us six a.m. and it was on until five p.m. So about eleven hours of golf. Mm, wow! And, and while that was on, I signed. Um, all of the, and I believe it's tier four and up. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, personalized thank you cards from Jimmy Pardo. Yeah. I signed all of them. Uh, they are stamped. They are on their way. I believe actually uh, five and six should have already received theirs. Yeah. Uh, tier, uh, th- this was a tier four. And uh, when you receive it, you're going to say, oh, based on this handwriting, this was, uh, th- I must have been one of the last ones. <laughs> nope. <laughs> all, all of them were like Horrible that. from second. My handwriting is embarrassingly atrocious. Huh. <laughs> like, embar- like, and then I know how many we ordered of mm-hmm. them, and I don't want to reorder more. I did order m- more than enough so that in case there were additional people that signed up for the uh, for that tier or if there were some mistakes. There were so many mistakes that I was like, fuck, I guess I have to reorder these at some point. Yeah. Like, I, so many where, like, I, 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 like if I didn't even know what I wrote. Yeah. Like, I reread it and went, nope, <laughs> nope, can't send that to somebody. Oh boy. And now people are going to go, really? And this one made it to my house? Yes. <laughs> these are the good ones. You got the good ones. <laughs> and that said, my it's awful. And I, it, it, but know this, the, uh, uh, I try, and again, I try to personalize each one mm-hmm. in, in some way, shape or form. If I remember that person or if, uh, if I did not, if it's a name that was new to me, I would try to personalize it in some way, uh, so that you knew it wasn't just me going, Gugush, Jimmy Pardo, Gugush, Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, that's done. Good. So be on the lookout for those in the mail. Nice. Uh, uh, I would have been here. I was a little late, by the way. I would have been here on time, but I was at the front mailbox uh, taking them out of the uh, the box and stacking them on top of the post uh, the mailbox so, yeah. out there, uh, which I can only assume the second somebody opens that door, they are all going to be on the floor. Yeah. Oh, no. There's a limit to how many things you can see. You don't think I could put 4,000 out there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're kind of giving away the number of people. That Should have just there. brought it to the post office. That you was probably. Uh, but I, I kind of want to I want to put a ring out there, a ring camera, yeah. and just see the look <laughs> on that guy's face when he just looks and goes, or he's probably going to knock on the door and go, seriously, dude? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go, yeah, you're right, sir. But anyway, uh, those are covered. Anyway, that's cool. So be on the lookout for those. And for whatever reason, uh, you were expecting one of those. Again, tier four and up. Mm-hmm. If you were expecting one of those, you didn't get it. Uh, reach out to info at nevernotfunny.com mm-hmm. and that will uh, we'll figure that out. Also, this is a good time. I believe there is still a limited amount of time. If you have not, if you're not at level four or up, you can still sign up for that to get one of my yeah. wonderfully handwritten time. <laughs> really selling you, it. And, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, but here's the thing. My handwriting is atrocious, but it still took a lot of time yeah. to write two to three to four sentences on each one of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
11 hours by your account. There was a little break in there. I took a, a little break because I, I, my back was killing me. And I said, I'm going to go get a massage uh, on Easter. And you know how many mas- uh, massage places are open on Easter? Zero. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I did that. Mm-hmm. So that was a little break. And then I said, yeah, I'll go get a car wash. You know how many car washes are open on Easter? Zero? No, a lot in the morning because uh, okay. people want to get their car washed before sure. they go to church and go yeah, to their family. For that church parade. Then they close early <laughs> because it's Easter. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> my, my, my trip uh, my trip out yesterday was a disaster, but then right back to signing, baby. And golf. Also, I needed to because my hand, I'm not going to lie to you, it was hurting. Yeah. Um, the things you sacrifice for our fans. Well, listen, thank you for getting it, Elliot. I, you know, I'm the hero here. There's no question about it. We joke about how I'm their hero. This is a situation where there's evidence. Yeah. yeah. There's evidence. Anyway, I stepped on you. There is some business that you want to discuss. Is there's some deadline that you're setting for if you want to upgrade to sure. different tiers. So uh, I'm happy to happy to do it. Um, well, so, who else is going to do it if not you? You're I, the guy that understands I, the minutia. I mentioned it in the plugs last episode, but the only, you know, platinum yeah. people heard that. Which, yeah, they're the thing. only people that need to hear it. But anyone who's not a platinum no. member wants to sign up yeah. might yeah. Don't want to know this. too. And, and look, we're we're bad about this, too. Sometimes you have to say a thing more than once, maybe say seven times in yeah. order for because because, you know, people are busy. They're doing other stuff. Yeah. Eh, it might not, might not land. So April 17th is the date you want to remember that's the date by which you want to if you do not want to get physical perks from tier two and up including uh the trading cards the socks these the, the aforementioned thank you cards uh if you do not want those physical perks it's an all or none thing but you can opt out if you go to the website nevernotfunny.com uh log in and click on the perks tab there is a there's like a radio button or something where you can click and say I want the digital stuff or not I want the physical stuff or not and so mm-hmm. you want to do that by April seventeenth otherwise you're going to get it and then if you aren't uh, in one of the levels that gets physical perks that is also the date by which you will want to upgrade in order to get them so um, do those things by and, April seventeenth and you and even upgrading from I, I'm not a subscriber right correct uh, by, so that is this episode lands on what the uh, the thirteenth yeah yeah. Uh, so they have a, they have a little a very short window for this to happen. Yeah, yeah. We, we've mentioned this before, but we didn't give a hard deadline until right. until this last couple episodes. Okay, but yeah, if if you're thinking about jumping in, it's a good time. If, you know, tier two is when you start getting stuff. The tier two people get the trading cards. Uh, there's five cards in a pack, which uh, again look fantastic. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be very cool. Yeah. And then tier three, I believe, you get the socks. Mm-hmm. Which again uh, look fantastic. Tier four, you Feel get great. all obviously all that stuff. And uh, thank you note from Jimmy. Um, yeah, good stuff. I'm cool if you want to just jump to tier five. <laughs> oh no, fuck! Tier five gets it too. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, that uh, doesn't what's, save what's your the, hand. Uh, do, do we, we? Is it is it a secret? The other thing that we're given to folks at the higher tier levels? I didn't know if they're what, what you're speaking. There's, of. A, there's a thing that you that you're gonna include. Oh, guess who? Fucking god damn me to all the hell! What? What? You should have sent it with those things. <laughs> Are you talking about the bumper sticker? Yeah. <laughs> we did right. mention that before. I, we could just give them to, to Mario. To yeah. Them. Well, that's all we could do. Yeah. That's, that's what we'll have to do. Because, well, <laughs> tiers five and six, they got their bumper sticker in their uh, in their thank you note. In their thank you note. And Tier the, four, no so. The premise was, oh, this is perfect. I'll just put them in here yeah. and then mail them. And then we don't have to mail them to Mario. And then he doesn't have to sh- ship them out. Yeah. Um, I forgot to do that. All right. Well, so, so but, still, but you still get it if you're tier four or up. So this is the famous uh, I hate Jimmy Pardo bumper sticker. That's exactly right. The worst uh, ever, uh, advertising campaign in history. Very good. And then there's one other thing. There's one other thing I should mention is that one of the reasons why we're setting this deadline is because we are going to have a limited supply of the trading cards, the way that the costs go and the printing right. and everything. Uh, so we we definitely need you to get in there so that we can get the right number of cards. Yep. 
Uh, we cannot guarantee you a, a pack of trading cards yeah. if you sign up after that date. Yeah. At some point later in the year, we may say we're out of cards. And so we'll give something from the prize closet instead of. Uh, or you just get rolled point. over. If it's late in the year, you get rolled over yeah. to the 2024 perks or something. We'll give those details at that time. But yeah. but for now, if you if you think the trading cards are neat and you want them, make sure that you set all that up by April 17th. You can't see them. They're a surprise. But just trust us when we tell you they're super cool looking yeah. and uh, you're going to be excited. I think they're really cool looking. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I hear tell that other podcasts, uh, they, they, they set up their Patreon at, at, to start. And then they never offer anything again. Right. Uh, once again, Which blows my mind. Heroes. I don't. I, it seems so weird. Like, I mean, I guess it's really geared towards a new subscriber, but the existing subscriber is uh, what chopped liver. Apparently, it's it's, it's almost like when you uh, you're with your cable company and hey, sign up now and you get uh, you know nine dollars for the first year. Mm. Why am I paying seventy five then? Right. Then you have to call up and play that game. You got to do that dance. What, what's what's his name? What what are we playing here? Uh, oh, Nick, pa- Nicholas. Nicholas. There you go. What the fuck have we been doing here, Nicholas? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wish I would have videotaped all of that. I wish I was one of those guys that yeah. Uh, that uh, I'm glad life. you're not one of those guys, aren't you? And every other level. <laughs> yeah, but that day, that day, wouldn't that have been, been nice? Would have been fun. Would have been real nice. Real. By the way, we went uh, miniature miniature golfing over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, to close out spring break for Oliver, we went uh, miniature golfing, and uh, miniature golfing to, in a different way, not unlike the. Uh, Baggage claim at the airport. Uh, Minister Golf is a great equalizer in oh. that everybody enjoys it. Mm-hmm. Everybody enjoys it. The, the group in front of us clearly methods. <laughs> <laughs> one guy, at one point, he, uh, he took his shirt off and he's putting, and I went, put your shirt back on, Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> and Oliver laughed like he's never heard the comedy before, which I appreciated. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, uh, so, but they're, they're I'm, I'm, it's, I'm judging a book by its cover, yeah. but they, they were... Uh, they, they they looked like maybe they uh, maybe enjoyed uh, uh, snorting comet. Okay. And uh, but they're lo- they're loving. They're not. By the way, they're not high or drunk or anything. They're just enjoying miniature golf. Yeah. And then there's a family of uh, with their grandparents, uh, kids with their grandparents behind us. Everybody enjoys it. It's just fun. Where'd you go? We went down to um, in Norwalk uh, golf and stuff where they shot oh. uh, uh, Karate Kid. Oh. That's the actual. Yeah. One they yeah. Shot, yeah. Uh, and they have photographs up of it. Cool. Uh, and you get to see how it looked then as opposed to now. Like the, the water slide and all that, gone. All that's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know why, right? Because uh, it was contaminated by Ralph Macchio, my, Ralph Macchio's uh, cologne. Nobody watched Macchio Phil that. <laughs> uh, insurance. Insurance reasons. Uh, there really was no fun joke out there. No fun answer. Uh, but now that, insurance but reasons. That did sort of reappear on Cobra Kai, but did they just use a different one? Because there was a water park. Or did they, the go, most, or did they, they just, either go to a different one or did they... They just sort of... The magic of film yeah. kind of made it seem like the water park was still there. I, I mean, obviously, the golf course is still there, so they could use that part. That part is still there. I, I, I doubt they went to that same one. There's no reason to go all the way to no. Norwalk when no. they can you know, shoot it right here in Sherman Oaks. Or, but right. it clearly was, it was not the Sherman Oaks one. We know that. Do we know that? I, I assume that the, what the golf... The part that's the golf course part they use the same one just because they know people are sticklers about that. They went like, down to Norwalk. But but then there's a whole there's a whole episode where there's like a rumble at the water park. Yeah. That, that water park looked familiar to me. <clears throat> well, it's not this one. I mean, because this one's gone. Right. Yeah. It, it, I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if it was just like I mean, ra- raging like waters or something. Maybe. It there, wasn't there big one. enough, though. It was very quaint looking. It looked more like what, well, you know, like a community pool that has a slide and right. a couple of things on it. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, most of the show was filmed in Georgia. 
Oh, oh. okay. Well, that answers well, a lot of questions. A few key locations have been revisited in California mm-hmm. for Cobra Kai, including Daniel's old South Seas apartment complex, mm-hmm. uh, outside shots of Johnny's Cobra Kai apartment complex, uh, nothing about the golf or water park. So that... Son of a bitch. Yeah. Fucking movie Again, magic. Again, Georgia. Georgia's getting a lot of play on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Made You want to hear the, the sad news about Georgia? Yeah. B- what did you say, Buckhead? Yeah. There was a shooting there today. Oh, boy. God damn it, dude. Buck, of, of all the places to name yeah. that I've never even heard of before, it, there's a shooting there. And in Louisville. And in Louisville, yeah. So, the, 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 appropriate the, shirt. I, I, I am wearing my go fuck your go fuck your gun shirt uh, today because I'm going to the NRI convention tonight <laughs> and uh, the local sh- chapter, of course. Uh, God damn it. That sucks, Karen. Yeah, it's uh, to get that information, you know, in the middle of our show. We're trying to do yeah. a comic yeah. show. <laughs> nice going. Ass fuck. It, it just fun with was Cobra Kai. so bizarre. No, it is bizarre. It, it, but I wonder if that's a hate crime because I believe Buckhead has become and, and at least even at the time was becoming a very uh, uh uh, almost like Palm Springs or West Hollywood, a very gay-friendly neighborhood. Hmm. So I'm wondering if this was a hate crime. Oh, I wonder. Um, it's attempted it, robbery. Oh, that's cool then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's just I mean, normal. You no, know, that's just... I, I, I have not looked at the details in that Louisville one, by the way. Was that a was that a bank robbery gone bad, or was it that a... It seemed like it. It was a, at a bank, so I assume it was a robbery attempt. Um but it was not now uh, anyway let's uh, yeah. we've done we've done enough on that like I, not that we will ever do enough on that i'm not dismissing this i'm saying that let's uh, get back to the funnies let's go back to ralph macchio and uh, his, <laughs> his stench uh-huh. uh well in a way that bums me out because uh, i i i bought it hook line and sinker mm-hmm. like that i would i could drive past uh, that car dealership like i bought it right me too well that's good i mean it's good that we did they i mean they made it look as unpleasant as the valley is in real life <laughs> there are parts good of the valley job. that are unpleasant good job location scouts <laughs> they did a nice job it took me by the way years and i may have said this on this very program before uh when i saw my first photograph and it's got to be in the last 10 to 15 years of the set of the love boat mm-hmm. you know where they built a set a soundstage yeah and the pool was you know a foot and a half deep yeah and uh blah, so on and so forth uh i just assumed they shot it like oh th- th- there's a boat that they're not using this week mm-hmm. they're going to shoot an episode on it which they did do for exteriors but they did right. all the exteriors for the whole season i guess within one week yeah um but all the in you know and everything else was done on the soundstage and yeah. it looks so i know it's crazy even to this day you look at it and go really because even but even when you're on a cruise ship it looks phony yeah yeah right it's it's a weird artificial situation um be living on a boat but it makes sense like you know obviously it makes sense for them to build a yeah a, a, a deck on a soundstage as opposed to going out there every day you got we got weather to worry about. of course speaking of sound stages uh so elise's uh brother and his family are visiting us for the week they're on their spring break so we took them to warner brothers for the studio tour yeah which i've done a couple times it's i it's fun it's, it's fun. really gotten good it was it's it's it, very fancy now like they've built a whole building just yeah. for the like which is nice coming in and out and it's almost like a little museum that you can walk yeah. through in there it used to be as i mean literally a zero. Yeah, it was like a it golf was, cart. It was embarrassing. It was just a. It was a guy with a golf cart driving yeah. you around. Which I, in a weird way, I kind of like that too because it's more like, it's not Universal Studios, which is a tourist attraction and a any an interactive theme park experience it was really like you're on a working studio lot for real and we're just going to drive you around and show you what might be happening today like we don't know like today they might be shooting something here or they might not be shooting something here right so it might be good or bad but now it's that yeah they've sort of worked it out but one thing that we got to do that i've never gotten to do before 
uh, is we got to go inside stage 16, which is the gigantic. Yeah. Have you ever been in there? It's the one right next to Conan. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, and it's like, it's taller than the other ones. And it's the one that has it underneath the floor that we didn't get to see it because the floor was down, but it's got the gigantic pool where they shot uh, most of the perfect storm and they did the stuff over was shot. In there yes. As well. Yeah. And like you see the plaque outside, like the stuff that shot there, the, the big cave with the pirate ship in from Goonies was all in that set. Jurassic Park shot in some scenes in there. And it's just mind blowing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a 48 year old man, but I'm still like, when you see a room that big and you just imagine like the, the, the history, Hollywood that, yes. history that took place in that room as, you know, just being a, a, an eighties kid, just imagining what it must've been like when they had the full Goonies set built there. It's mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, and Ghostbusters also like the, the top of the building when they're, uh, when, you know, I think right before they fight the marshmallow man, like that was built in there. Mm, nice. uh, yeah. Just so much cool stuff. And uh, yeah, I just, I love that kind of thing. And what uh, was the most recent thing that they shot there? It was after the hangover uh, and, and it was a period piece. Cause we well, see... I can tell you it might be since your time there. Uh, uh, Dunkirk, Oh, it was Dunkirk. Shot a bunch of stuff there. Yeah, it was Dunkirk. Yeah, I think a lot of the water, the the boat Uh, stuff. And it was, we we didn't know what they were shooting. Yeah. But you would see them walking around and it it, it looked like whenever you see like in a movie where there's people walking around in their costume, that's bullshit. (laughs) It looked like that. Like here's all these dudes. Right. And then, you know, for, then a Vegas dancer for no reason. Yes. Um, <laughs> but there were there were all the soldiers walking through and like, what are they shooting? And then that was if you looked in there, the, the water was open. Yeah, and you it's could so see. cool. It's that's really cool. I would love to see the, yeah. the actual tank. And then I think uh, oh, it was before Dunkirk. They also shot Tenet or not Tenet. Oh, no, I think they did do some stuff from Tenet there, but also Inception. I think there's like a oh. scene where. Uh, because everything's crazy and dream world. I I didn't see Inception. It's the, you know, DiCaprio where you would go inside people's dreams. There's like a thing where like they're in a hotel hallway and like water comes crashing in. So it's like, I think they used it for that. I believe that's my son's favorite movie. It's really cool. I I remember loving it. Yeah. I I, I believe it's not for me. I believe it's not for James R. Pardo Jr. I saw it once. It blew my mind. And then about three days later, I was like, was that actually good? Or Mm. it was just a fun movie going experience. What's that fellow's name? The director? Nolan, Christopher Nolan. Chris Nolan. Yeah. Chris. He's got that bomb movie coming out. Yeah, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Got to, there's oh. a billboard right near my house with a countdown on it. And he he's yeah. he's getting ahead of the press by saying, hey, if you thought the dialogue was unlistenable in Tenet, wait till you see Oppenheimer. Like, he really is doubling down on the idea that dialogue should not be able to be understood or heard in movies. What? Are we, what? What? You know how, like, uh, that's his thing. Okay, I didn't see Inception. I know Dunkirk. Well, you, you saw Dunkirk. Understand. Yeah, it's the same yeah, thing. I don't, the only one we remember is the one we quoted about getting that get a cup of coffee. <laughs> oh, George. Oh, George, get him, <laughs> get him a cup of coffee, George. Yeah, I don't know why. He's yeah, Rylance. Like, What's his first name? Mark Rylance. Mark yeah. Rylance. Uh, and the kid is now in stuff. What's that guy's name? Who? The George. <laughs> Oh, he just was nominated for something. Yeah. Um, what's his name, Garen? Uh, oh, what was he just nominated for? You like young actors. I don't <laughs> Is it Finn, <laughs> Finn White? Oh, he's, a, he's in the uh, the uh, the Banshees of... Uh, okay. Oh, B- Barry... Yes, Barry Cole Keegan. Keegan. Yeah, 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 Barry yeah, yeah, Keegan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen him, but he pops up everywhere now. Yeah. I, mean, I guess because Christopher Nolan likes him. He, I think he was in the one, maybe one of the Batman, the, I, the last I one. can't answer that. Maybe I not. think he was Joe. Don't say it. Joe, Don't say it. Joe Coy? You think it was Joe, Joe Coy? Coy's he played Joe Coy's stunt double in that <laughs> film he released recently. 
Have you seen the trailer for the Sebastian Maniscalco movie? Dude, there's some good laughs in that. <laughs> it's just so strange. Like, it's weird because it's not just that, oh, there's Sebastian in a movie with Robert fucking De Niro. But it's also, he's playing Sebastian he's playing Maniscalco. Sebastian. It's it's bizarre. I, I, like, I had a hard time. I saw it last night. I went to see the Mario movie and I saw the trailer. It is, um, it, it, I've seen it about three or four times now, that trailer. Yeah. The first time, of course, I just wanted to throw tomatoes at the screen and go, why the fuck is this happening? Even though I like Sebastian, you know, yeah. good guy's been on our show. Um, and uh, but the, there's there's some there's some legit good jokes in that trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the uh, you know, yeah, that's what you do, Dad. Yeah. When I, when I was born, you shook my hand. Well, well I just met you. What, what was I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. That's a good line. It's a very Jimmy Pardo joke. Um, I think you stole it from me. And I'm going to talk to him in court. <laughs> um, Comedy but, court. But I'm not gonna lie. I will, I'll go see that movie. I'm going to that movie the weekend it comes out. It looks very much like it has, uh, like, and I was just talking to Ryan about this. I I, I like uh, uh, Meet the Parents. Uh, the it's got those it's vibes, got that right? vibe. It's like the uh, two families coming together and they they're, they have different customs and different uh, yeah. different backgrounds and they maybe clash a little bit. Um, but you know what? Sit there, enjoy my popcorn, mm-hmm. laugh. Sure. Don't maybe I won't laugh. I don't know. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a positive attitude. I think I'm gonna enjoy it. Okay, I'm glad to hear yeah, it. I think I'm gonna go with. I a mean, positive you attitude. should always do that. By the way, I'm going to. You know, I mentioned on this show. I'm going. You know, I'm going to see the Scarlet Opera on Wednesday. Yeah, they are here in town. And then Danielle the other day said, "Hey, I'll join. I'll join you on that." Hmm. And then I went online, and it's sold out here in Los Angeles. Oh boy! Uh, you can get secondhand tickets for. I think they're up to eighty-five dollars each. Okay. Danielle was like, "Nah, I don't need to go. You know, we don't need to spend eighty-five dollars <laughs> on that." And, right. Um. They are playing tomorrow night, which is the night before I'm seeing them, down in Santa Ana, okay. which is a 40-minute drive from my house. And I'm going to see them in Hipsterville, Hollywood, which is a 39-minute drive from my house, <laughs> even though that's four miles right. and that's, you know, 30. 30 yeah. Um, but we have a live Never Not Funny tomorrow, mm-hmm, so yeah. I cannot do that, which is a shame because for real, I don't understand this. Plenty of tickets available for $15. Holy wow. shit. Like, t- like it. it Ticket price is $15. Do you want to cancel Never Not Funny? Yeah. <laughs> let me know how the show goes, guys. Oh, no. No, we're not doing it without you. That's insane. Let me know. Let me let me no. know how it goes. Yeah. Get Donaher up. You know what? Here's what you do. Here, I'm very serious. Get Donaher and say, uh, Matt, you're opening. The understudy. Do, do a tight 45. <laughs> he does 45. Then you guys come out for 15. Okay. And you go. We do a Q&A. Jimmy went to see Scarlet Opera. <laughs> Any questions? Yeah. And then uh, I like the idea that you would have an understudy, but the only person who could really do that is obviously Oliver. Uh, Oliver doesn't have the anger for to be an understudy. For no, Jimmy it's Pardo. true. It would be a very different experience. But yeah. I just think that no one's going to accept a non-pardo coming out for you. Um, At least with Oliver, they'd be like, well, it was an experience. Like, I don't know what it was, but it was I saw that. I think they might enjoy the one. What we're going to offer. <laughs> not going to lie to you. He comes out and does one of his uh, jeopardies that he does at school. Yeah, play a little game with the Jesus crowd. Jesus Christ! They love it. They love that. Love it. Other than us having to suck up with fucking hats. Yeah. Disastrous. Anyway, it's weird that literally you could drive. I could drive forty minutes south for fifteen dollars. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. And I could buy tickets right now if I wanted to. Where are they on Thursday? There's nothing. These Night are off. The, these are the last two. They yeah. might be like down at going to Phoenix or something along yeah. those lines. But I, I I do think that probably part of the issue is like. Hollywood sounds central to people, whereas Santa Ana feels super far away. And as you said, it is further away. It's yes. just not time-wise necessarily further well, away. Because For half gotta, of L.A., it's not further away. you got to caterpillar your way through Hollywood to get to this yeah. Yeah. The, the Echoplex. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, it's gonna take for, you know, it takes forever. There's no, is there a train that gets you close to there that? There isn't, dude. Trust me. Dude. Dude. <laughs> dude. Trust me. 
I've looked at it. There, yeah, I didn't look enough. Maybe there is. Uh, I don't well, think the red so. line would be somewhat near there, wouldn't it? I don't know exactly where the Echoplex is. That's it's uh, it's on it's on Glendale. It's like it's. Oh. Hmm. Uh, I don't think you could take the, a train there. Okay. Uh, which is a bummer because you know I like magic. I know. <laughs> hey, speaking of your uh, Oliver's games and stuff, yeah, I, I played a new game. Uh, with these visiting family members that I really like, and I think your family would like it too. I don't. Maybe you've already played it. It's called So Clover. Do you know that game? I've never even heard of it. It's great. Can it's, I start saying though that you're So Clover? If, <laughs> if I like something you've done. Yeah, sure. I mean, I've I've been I've been getting you're so the Clover. Name you don't even know it. Yeah, I've been getting the name wrong for a week now, and I I always want to say, is it called That's So Clover? Oh, <laughs> but uh, it's is the premise is you've got a four leaf clover tray. And there's four spots on it. Yes. And then you get you get these four square cards that have a word on each side. So four words per card and you get four of them. And you have to put them in a square so that there's two words on each side of the bigger square. And then you have to write with a, with a uh, dry erase thing uh, a word that links those two words on each side. So yes. you're, you're writing four words. Then you take those cards away and you put your tray out and then everyone takes turns. And then you lay the cards out, and they have to re put the the cards back in to figure out which words connect. You know how you put it, and it's so it's fun. It's fun to 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 make it, and then it's fun to try to guess other people's. And it's just like a collaborative thing. I don't even know what the points, how the points are supposed to work. We we don't keep score. We just kind of play it. How do you not keep score in that competitive household? (laughs) Doug Jones just walked in at a very uh, 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 well mannered. No, where you sitting there like you. Fucking told you to do out in the hallway, Doug. He didn't say. Come, seriously, Garen. I said you have come three, in. You have three jobs. I said come in, and I will point where to sit. I didn't look at you, and he said you were going to yell, and he called everything. <laughs> See, <laughs> I, I know, I know my job. Listen. I just didn't listen. All right. <laughs> I will point where you should sit, Garen, okay, so that at least here. you. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Doug Jones has just walked in. You know, uh, you, uh, Doug is. Uh, you, you don't recognize him for movies, but he's uh, been nominated for things. You might recognize his frame from movies. Yes, you've seen his frame. Although that new young kid stealing his thunder. Yeah. What's his name? Neil Patrick Harris? <laughs> Patrick, Matthew, Matthew. What's his name? Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Patrick Davis? Is that right? Is that right? Did, Matthew did, Patrick Davis? Yeah. Yeah. That kid's, that kid's coming for you, man. <laughs> well, they all are, and I'm, I'm happy to let them have it. What do you mean they all are? What other weirdo tall people are coming <laughs> well, after uh, you? Javier Botet. Botet's uh, after you? Yes. <laughs> nobody nobody <laughs> saw Botet coming after you. <laughs> what's, uh, what's he been in? I don't know that. I don't know Botet. Uh, Mama. He was the Mama Ghost. Okay. He's also in Crimson Peak with me. We all played Ghost together. In oh, that. cool. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, well, we'll talk about that. Hey, anyway, I was going to say, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, Thanks for coming in, Doug. I think <laughs> we've, covered your, we've covered your resume. We're good to go. Uh, look at this guy. How about his Tommy Toon-like legs? <laughs> yeah, right, right? Love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, so finish up on that, and then we'll take well, a break. You had a question about uh, Soap Clover. No, no, I was just asking, in the competitive Belknap oh, household, oh, how oh. are you not keeping score? I think that's the thing. Because there's no, it's not, you're not competing against you each other. You guys can enjoy yourselves. It's it's more enjoyable for the family because there's no winner or loser. It's just like, can we get it, you know? Right. And then if there's one that we're struggling with, you kind of just start giving hints and, you know, nodding a little bit. If it's like, oh, you're close, you're not close, whatever. So, yeah, it's just a, it's just. A it's fun. called So Clover. So Clover, yeah. Man, you're so clover, you don't even know it. Like, <laughs> I know, man. This is going to catch on. I love it. We're going to sell T-shirts. We're going to get sued by the So Clover company. <laughs> or whatever, they, whatever game company made that. I don't remember. But you know what? Let's bring it on. So Clover, we'll take the heat. I don't love the name, honestly. It's the, probably the one element of the game I don't enjoy. But you love it as a catchphrase. It, I do love the catchphrase. I just don't understand why, it's, why the game is called So Clover. I, I guess uh, you're so close. Oh, you're so close. You're so clever. Maybe, you think maybe. It's, you or think clever, it's or maybe so clever, clever and close. 
Yeah. Clover? Yeah, maybe. I think they should have just called it Four Leaf Clover. What about Crimson and Clover? The great uh, Tommy James and the Shondells. Yeah. That's you, been done over and over. people, Tiffany. Did you hear his joke? That's been yeah. done over and over, Jimmy. <laughs> I, I apologize. I was in the middle of finishing mine. Yeah. <laughs> and then for reasons I don't, to this second I understand, you fucking talk. <laughs> so we're all doing, we're showing off in front of Doug, I guess. Yeah, huh? that's, that's probably it. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. The second, then you stand up, go back to back with him and see your, put your fucking nose in his ass. <laughs> With back to back, back to back. He's gonna here for the hour. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm gonna take umbrage with, uh, and, and I, then I'm gonna Google what that word means. Uh, uh, Oliver doesn't have the fake anger. He doesn't have the fake anger. Ah, uh, very good. Uh, this, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not. Yeah, really but there is there is a mm, furnace. Come on. of no. anger that inspires the fake anger. No. The fake anger is on stage. Comes from real anger. Mm. You can't look. You can't. You can't have the emotion Jimmy, without you. You without, talk to without us without off the air. Having the actual emotion. There's yes, about about the it. onstage anger is fake, and some of the offstage anger is fake. But there is there is a source. There's a there's a source mm-hmm. which he he's not old enough to have. Right. Um, also, I don't think he has the same. I don't know. What were you like when you were fifteen? Were oh, you, that's a good question. Were you angry at fifteen? I was James at fifteen, and then I was James at sixteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Going on seventeen. We lost Lance Crew, and of course, uh, recently, yeah, we did. We, we, I got I got rest his soul. Uh, I was probably just like him, you know. Not you were, you no, were a I, sweet boy. I, I've told you a million times that when I started doing my "quote unquote" angry phase on stage, which uh, you know, which was may or may not have been real, it was after the first breakup with Jennifer, and I was angry on stage. Uh, and my mom came to see me do standing up comedy, and she said, "What happened to the happy-go-lucky guy who was sarcastic?" Yeah. Right. So th- there was. She, okay, she, yeah. she, she's not wrong. Right. And then. You know, now it's all done with a wink, uh-huh. and uh, you know people, you know, get that it's uh, phony. And I'm very, very pleasant off stage. I'm very pleasant. You're still a little angry about that Jennifer thing. See, you <laughs> I'm tired of your shit. All right, well, then maybe that's 16 why. 16 years with you. Yeah. 13 with this dickwad. He won't fucking leave. <laughs> and, uh, did you know what happened on uh, How to Survive last week? He tells the whole Taylor Swift concert story over there. So what's he even doing here? <laughs> 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 the one exciting thing you've had happen in a year and a half. Well, he told it here, too. Told, but my point is he told it here, and he tells it there. If he's telling it there, then he doesn't have to tell it here, which means time to go. Okay. <sighs> time to go. You've got your new job. If you Sayonara. had any idea how I agonize over what to share here first or there first, it... What do you mean? You don't agonize over anything. I say, what happened? That's, oh, I so 100%. Saw, I saw a movie. That's what you say. <laughs> I don't know. This is my, don't, oh, you fucking support me. I'm trying to fucking fire him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right, boss. Yeah, and all of a sudden, you guys are like, no, no, you can tell it on both. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's I just, never leaving. We gotta shake him loose. He's a grown man <laughs> wearing the hat of an intern. He can't even point at a chair. Get out. <laughs> Good that? Lord. It's time. Uh, he did. By the way, and he, I'm, here's the other thing. He told the story better on that show. Everything about it. Well, that's that's unacceptable. <laughs> I mean, I guess he practiced it here and then took it to the what he considers the big show. Actually, if I may, if I may, I believe that's the day that we came in right after, right last week. Oh, so that was first, right? Didn't we? Didn't we come in after? Yeah, because we weren't here that Monday. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, he he gets. So he they got it fresh. He's fresh. We get the leftovers. Yeah. Then we get. Uh, oh, I'm going to retry this out. Yeah, I went to a kind. Of- he was acting like he's like, man, you know, like he was acting like he'd already told us. Right. It turns out he just already told it in the room. Yeah, I told Danielle and Christine how to survive with Danielle and Christine. It's I guess just the I was I was still buzzing from the incident. Mm. And then I. Yeah, you got I, it out. I shot it out. And then. And then we heard sloppy seconds, man. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. 
We should have done I'll a crossover down. episode with all of us in the room so we could just tell it once and be done. We should have a crossover episode one. That would be fun. We kind of do whenever one of them is a guest. Yeah, that's true. Um, how to survive with too many people in one room. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break, but I'm going to ask. The, 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 I just used the phrase sloppy seconds. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'm wrong, but I, I think I think I know where I heard that the first time. Where did you hear that the first time? Sloppy seconds. Probably some 80s movie. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't know. It is a movie. Though, but the first time I heard it was in a, it was a movie. Oh, okay, so, so uh, I was gonna say penthouse. Oh, no, for but... me, the first, I'm sorry. I'm telling I'm telling you, you're wrong about where I first heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I know the movie. I think I heard it in first. Yeah, um, and that's not an '80s. Movie. Was it Greece? It's Greece. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, that you're gonna, you too, Doug. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 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 That Greece. makes sense. You think uh, they they coined the phrase? <laughs> is it in the in the diner? That that's how I'm. I'm it was a Stockard Channing I saying it. The car when they came to get the girls at the house. And I'm going to go for sloppy seconds. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanicki? Yeah, Kanicki. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Riz said it to... It was uh, Stocker Channing. It was Stocker Channing. To Kanick. No, she ended up with Kanicki. She said that to uh, uh, John Travolta. Johnny. And he, I think that was his line, I think. Okay. Oh. I think sloppy seconds was his line. Am I right? Yeah, I think I you're right. I, I remember Stocker... Ch- in my head, Stocker Channing said it. I think uh, it was about her. It was about, her. It was about yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. She was the, the, she was the sloppy oh, second. Poor Riz. Poor oh, Riz. Boy. Poor 39-year-old Tucker Channing. Playing a high school. Really, uh, that's, oh, okay. Uh, all right, let's take a break. Uh, he's never rushed out of here, so something big is going yeah. down at the familiar. Yeah. Uh, all right, Doug Jones is here. We're thrilled that he's here. Doug, as you know, made a very brief appearance with us once on a live show up in Toronto yeah. uh, when the whole cast graciously... Uh, came to uh, support their friend Anthony Rapp of Star Trek Discovery, uh, right? And that was my it was a the late show that night. Yeah, and uh, I'd already done some standing up comedy, and then it was the late show with the same exact audience that was just at the show, and uh, they made, they may have been part of it out. <laughs> um, and um, uh, so Doug came on stage very quickly, yeah. but now we got him for the full kit and caboodle. Mm-hmm. We're excited. Look at him over there. Happy, right? The legs are up around his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Look no. at him. Um, everything all right, Elliot? Uh, yeah. Okay. Boy, oh, boy. That, yeah, a story behind that. That, yeah, had a period on it. Uh-huh. Like, yep, done. No follow-ups, please. I will not be taking any questions. Uh, hey, uh, so don't forget, uh, April 17th is the deadline to uh, to upgrade. And, uh, and and here's the good news. If you upgrade now, uh, you'll get a fresh hand uh, signing those oh, uh, thank boy. you cards. You know, that's uh, but, a, but again, the first one sucks as bad as the last one. Yeah, yeah. I hate to say it, though, like, and I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but anyone who got in early, they got into the big batch where you're doing a lot at once. But people who jump in late, you might be only doing two or three on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And so those are going to be nice and fresh. No, no. That, I, again, that's that's what I just said. Number one is as bad as <laughs> number four. They're yeah. aw- it's awful. Uh, it's true. Your hand your handwriting is uniformly awful. It's that atrocious. That's the main point. But. Uh, I still think you won't be cramping up. You maybe uh, I don't know. Add a little couple. Listen, more if sentences. I get cramped up, I'll just go find a, a closed massage parlor. <laughs> I could I, I could have found an, an open one if I really looked. Did you find? Did you look for like a like a mani pedi place? Because they could have at least massaged your hand. Well, that would have been nice. Stay away from the nails. Just just just, <laughs> yeah. just massage the hand. Just need to get this knot out of my wrist. I, I, I used to get mani pedi from time to time when I was on television, and I enjoyed it. I've never had that. Uh, uh, it's very relaxing, uh, but uh, you know where I come from. Ah, that's only with the queer stew, Jim. <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna go get your nails done, huh? For your uh, for your class reunion? Huh, that's interesting. Uh, Doug Jones is here. We'll uh, we'll be back right after this. 
Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Yeah. Ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the – Wild animal vet? Yeah, he could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So That's uh, a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yep. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. A, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up, and then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify 
Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 3207. Doug Jones is here. Now, this is mm. interesting, Matt Bell. And I don't know if Doug even remembers this, uh, but I believe that I met Doug Jones week one of me signing with Omnipop. Mm. Oh. I, I was in the, their old offices, and, uh, oh, Jillian, a woman named Jillian. Jillian Bennett, yeah, she Jillian was. Bennett, and you were in there chit-chatting with her. Right. And then I came in, and then uh, the three of us uh, talked for, uh, and it was new to me, because I'm brand new, yeah. literally coming there to say hello to Bruce Smith and and meet everybody on the team. Right. And uh, no idea that it was the smallest mom pie agency in town. Um, <laughs> I assume right. because he handled Andy Kindler and all these other big comedians that I loved. Yeah. Th- that I, I, I thought I was walking into like when you see an agency in a movie. Let's call it a boutique agency. That's, yeah. that's classier. It is. It was, certainly is a boutique. It is, yeah. But I thought I was, you know, I thought it was going to be like a movie. I thought I was yeah. walking in. Instead, it's you on some weird love seat <laughs> talking to Jillian who has her back to you. Right. And Bruce is in some other, what can only be described as a closet, called an office. Um, and you were there, and you were, it could not have been kinder. Aww. And Julian was pleasant. And then, so the three of us talked for way too long to where then Bruce came out and went, at some point, she's got to go back to work. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm Jimmy, I'm the new guy. Yeah, yeah I was just trying to fit in. And you're thinking, Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> and this Let's was not go. that. This was not that. Yeah. I saw you and your lanky ways. I thought, this guy's got it. I'm the tiny version. This guy's covering up. This no. guy's co- he's got what, the carnival. <laughs> what had Doug done at that point? Oh, I, was, I think I was rolling off of the uh, uh, Mac Tonight campaign from McDonald's. Maybe. Oh, yes. And uh, this is the early 90s, I'm going to guess. This was no, 1995. I, I, I went with Omnipop in 94. So, okay. uh, so I, I had done uh, Tank Girl by then, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, uh, uh, Hocus Pocus I'd done by then. You were in Hocus Pocus? Yes. Did you? And, and one and two. The, yeah. more, the, recent the most recent one. one. Uh, yeah. Now listen, yeah. I don't know those movies because I am uh, a grown man. You were the wrong demographic. They don't appeal right? to me. Right. Uh, <laughs> did you have scenes with Bette Midler? Oh, yeah. And uh, what, uh, I was her ex-boyfriend from 300 years prior. So oh, I'm, I'm an huh? I'm a, I'm a, a awakened zombie. Right. Yes. Stumbling through uh, modern day Salem. Going, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, <laughs> and she had stoned my mouth shut after she poisoned me 300 years ago. So I wouldn't tell her secrets in the afterlife. Mm. And now I wake up with my mouth sewn shut. So I mumbled through most of the movie, finally cut my stitches open at the end and yelled at her. And yeah, yeah. So no, it was, I was starstruck because I, you know, I, Bette Miller was early. This is after her big string of like touchstone Disney pictures, like Down and Out in Beverly Hills and Outrageous Fortune. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like uh, Beaches had come out. Was, uh, Outrageous Fortune? Uh, with Shelley Long. Yeah. She was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ruthless People as well, right? Ruthless People. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. exactly. Exactly. Right. Uh, so, sorry. So, I interrupted. Big business with Lily Tomlin. But she's right. also Bette Midler, who my mom had her albums. Albums. She was a huge exactly. deal. And I had all of her albums as well. And she had a big stage presence. She did a very saucy show on stage. Right. And so, I, I was a huge fan of her. So, being her boyfriend, and in my first scene, first night was a night shoot. I'm three inches from her nose, and we're yelling at each other. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this can't be happening. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, then she did uh, Boogie Woogie uh, Boogie Woogie. Boogie, Boogie. I can't <laughs> get it out. That was my introduction to her back in the 70s. It was right. me too. Boogie Woogie Boogie Boy. Yeah. A company beat. And uh, she was, uh, and people won't believe this. We've talked about it on the show before. People won't believe this. Sexy. No. She was amazingly sexy. Right. But 
people don't believe me when I say that. No, I will agree with you because whatever she had, she sold it. Yes. Right? That makes all yeah. the difference. That makes well, all the difference. And she was, in the 80s, she was cast as, like, if I saw Ruthless People as a kid and I was like, yeah. oh, that person's a monster. Right. Like, I, didn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't equate that to anything else. But right. yeah, it's, right. it's uh, I never went, I never saw the 70s stuff. So Yeah, her, her stage show, she would often had a whole, whole segment that was, uh, she was a mermaid in a wheelchair with her tail flipping <laughs> and a bikini top and shaking her big rack around. You know, she was, she was quite bald. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was uh, to a young boy that was uh, yeah, yeah. To trying to find a magazine in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Bette Midler on television, yeah. you know, coming on Johnny Carson and doing a song. Boogie, again, Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy right. in a little sailor outfit was like, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, More of that. Yes. And, and and trying to pretend like I don't care. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, is it Bette Midler? <laughs> yeah, so your parents don't turn the TV off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, my mom loved her. My mom yeah. loved Bette Midler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I miss him? Yeah. Sure. So you were all right. So you did, you worked with her. Yeah. Uh, and, and Sarah Jessica Parker is in it as well. And Najimi yeah. and Kathy Najimi, right? Sure. So, now, do you know Kathy Najimi from comedy around town? Uh, no, I. Uh, but I had friends who knew her from New York when her uh, Kathy and Mo days, when she had that stage show. But uh, she had just rolled off of the uh, Sister Act, mm-hmm. so she had was oh, a right. big worldwide name by then because of that movie. And Sarah Jessica Parker, of course, had her history as a child actor coming up, you know, through Annie and beyond. So I, I was kind of in the presence of like, oh my gosh, I can't. I hope I can hold it up. I hope yeah. hold my my own here. And uh, so been cut to twenty nine years later doing Hocus Pocus two. Now I'm back on sta- back on set with them, and I I've had my own life and career now in twenty nine right. years. And so the, I, the the vibe was completely different. First of all, our crew were made up of people who had grown up watching this movie. So they're all these you know, 20, 30-somethings that are like, oh my gosh, Billy Butcherson's here. Ah! It's like Elvis had entered the building. And, uh, and when the Sanderson sisters came on, it was like, you know, the Beatles were back. So uh, uh, so that was a great, great, exciting vibe. But then with those three original witches and me being the only four from the first movie coming back, when I saw them again, it, it was like, you know, maybe I can maybe I can be a peer this time instead of a slobbering fan. And mm, I was a still a slobbering fan. <laughs> I, like, I was, I was. But all of them wanted to ask me questions. Like, oh my gosh, I saw The Shape of Water. It was so beautiful. Yeah. How, how did that work? What's it like working with Sally Hawkins? What's Guillermo del Toro like? So it was really, yeah. you know, I was having peer discussions, but slobbering fan inside the entire time. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But at least they treated you differently. They did. They did. It was very. Respectful. I'm sure they were nice to you the first time. They, as they well, were. But, they of course they were. Yeah. But, but but you're right. You have 29 years of experience. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And again, movie uh, award-winning movies. Oscar-winning movies. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> let's let me. Let me be the, the lame-o that asks this, and maybe the, maybe these ladies asked you this as well. <laughs> when you do a role like that, and, and we know Silver Surfer, everything you've mm. done, we don't see you. We never really see right. you. Covered in rubber, sure, and, usually. And is it, like, so do you have to get there at four in the morning, and then it's eight hours of, of makeup, and then you shoot for eight hours? Like, how, right. walk me through sure, depending a day on, of Doug Jones. It depends yeah. on the character. How, okay. how long does he take to assemble, to glue on, to paint on, all that? And that can vary from anywhere from two hours a day to um, seven hours a day. I've done all of it. Uh, like the Hellboy movies, for instance, I was Abe Sapien, the blue fish guy. Right. In Hellboy 1, they had 12 different prosthetic pieces from head to toe glued onto me when I'm wearing shorts and a lot of blue fish guy showing. And uh, so that had to, that required gluing and spray painting and connecting colors and blending edges. It took them seven hours a day with three makeup artists working on me. Seven hours a day of yeah. just sitting That's in a chair? That's the start of your day, yeah. So either sitting That's in a chair. That's the start, yeah, right. Or, or, or squatting on a stool because they had to get all the way around me or standing or so. Uh, but that is still the easiest part of my day, believe it or not. Um, I'm not someone who gets fidgety and has to be doing something all the time. I'm, I'm boring as hell. So I, I can stare at a wall and drool on myself at home. So I'll do it while someone's putting makeup on me. Great. I'm built for that. 
But the problem is then you have a 12 hour shoot day after this, right? So, and now you have to keep your energy up and your character intact and your dialogue memorized and your, so physical, mental, it's, it taxes all of it. By the end of the day, then shoo, that's a wrap. Everybody goes home. I'm there for two hours of cleanup, right? For that job, for Hellboy. So, uh, so my days were 18 hours long. And then, it could, you know, I, they, for, they forced my call every night. So we're supposed to get 12 hours off on the Screen Actors Guild contracts. And I would often, they would have to pay a penalty to get me back way before 12 hours. They would pay the penalty to get then, you back. Yeah, and you're, yeah. you're really the one that suffers from that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, but I'll, I'll take the checks. Oh, you, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but at some point, like Hellboy 2, when we were filming that for six months, six days a week in Budapest, Hungary, uh, it got to the point where I'm, I don't need any more of your f- penalty fees. <laughs> I need sleep. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I would fall asleep in my chairs all the time. My set, I was getting maybe four hours of sleep at the hotel maybe and so on set I, I would fall asleep during the makeup process I would fall asleep in my set chair off to the side I would fall asleep in my trailer if I had a minute to go back there and the, the worst ever was when I um, I was <laughs> universal execs were there on Hellboy 2 to come visit the set and be, be hobnob and be like oh I see what you're doing it's great well, you know everybody was on their best behavior and they wanted me to come sit by the monitor in video village where the director said where Guillermo del Toro was sitting to kind of watch and hobnob with them while they're setting up for the next scene I'm in full makeup right and I've got these fish eyes that are on that, that are pasted onto the outside of my mask so they can't see my real eyes in there so I'm sitting among them propped up and talking and, and, and reacting and I thought they'll never know so I close my eyes in there right and while I'm sitting there because uh, uh, they're all talking amongst themselves and everything and then so, Maybe a couple minutes had passed, maybe, I thought. And all of a sudden, I'm feeling some pressure on my lips. And it's my makeup artist chased me around all day, constantly fixing things, cha- you know, uh, uh, ta- uh, tacking glue back on where it came off or whatever. So I'm feeling some this. I'm like, oh, my makeup's okay, okay, okay. Open my eyes. I'm not looking out here anymore. I'm looking straight down at my lap. And w- they had a, it was a towel. They were, oh, they, were Jesus. they were lapping up the uh, drool. <laughs> you were actually drooling. That had been collecting in my crotch on, on, on my leather pants. Yeah. So I kind of came to going, oh my god. You know, so my makeup artist had flanked me on either side so that the Universal execs wouldn't see this whole process. And so I, I'm like, Tom, Tom Flouts, my makeup artist. How long have I been out? About 20 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that for the whole time I'm like. But you're working your ass off. I was, and, and the universal, universal execs people. needed to see that. I, yeah. I agree. <laughs> okay. It, 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 no, I'm, I'm blanking on this, and I can't. What's the, the character where with the eyes Pan. on your hands? Uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Pan's and that, that, Labyrinth. that was the movie. Uh, yeah, 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 I played two characters in that. I was El Fauno, uh, yes. or also known as Pan, but they never mentioned that. And the Pale Man was this guy. Oh, yes, there. that guy. Yeah, the, the, the one who ate children. And, uh, and your question is? <laughs> I, you, know, you know what? I had no question. It, it just was, uh, my brain just wasn't giving me the information. Right, right, right. And it needed to uh, be settled. Yeah, right. Um, but that's another one where you were probably in the chair for hours. Oh, gosh, hours yeah. Hours. Uh, El Fauno, the fawn with the ram horns and the goat-like, man-like, tree-like you know, contraption, was was costume makeup uh, combination. And a costume is where you slip it on, zip it up the back. Makeup is where it's painted or glued onto you. Mm-hmm combination of both was the fawn character that took five hours a day the pale man this one was a complete makeup job glued onto me from head to toe and that was six hours a day so uh, that's the one time the pale man this guy uh, was the one time that i actually said can i just sleep in this uh, uh at the end of the day 
my makeup artist in, it was in Spain, my Oscar winning makeup artist for that movie, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, David and Monse, the two of them uh, were undoing my makeup slowly, very carefully. So I could do the next day without a skin problem. Good for them. But I'm looking at my call time the next day going, it's get, it's getting closer, you yeah. know, and they were going so slow and meticulously. And I said, okay, listen, you guys, if you just get the face and the hands off, I'll wear the rest back to my hotel room. And they're like, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't let you go. And please. Uh, otherwise, we're none of us are going to get any sleep. So I, went, I, they wrapped me in saran wrap, so I wouldn't stick to myself, <laughs> right? And I, you know, big, big sweatsuit, uh, and I went back to the hotel four nights in a row. By the time Friday night came, that shower was delicious. Yeah, no shower for four days. For four days, I was, in, I was nasty, filthy. Yeah, yeah. So when you watch the Pan's Labyrinth again, you'll be like, mm, he's stinking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's Ralph Macchio going down to the water. Yeah, right that's right. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Oh, damn it, Jim. Uh, Doug, I'm on a medication that is affecting both my long and short-term memory. Oh, okay. Well, then I, I'm not much better. I'm 62 now. So Happy let's, birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll be 63 in May, actually. But. Wait, May 14th. Oh, 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 look at us. May 17th. That's why we get along. Wait, no, no. I'm May I'm, I'm 24th. All right. No, I'm a July 28th. Oh, okay. I'm Never a July know. 28th. I'm right. a, and a pizza maker. <laughs> I'm a July 28th. Hey. Uh, yeah. No, I was guessing yours. My... Birthday, you yeah. then I was wrong. But but no, but before that, you were about, you were searching for something. Can I help yeah. you with that at all? Mm. No, no. <laughs> Can you get clues? I, I, I have a question that. Yeah. I, yes, I, Elliot. Yeah. Yes, Elliot. I may, I may already know the answer to. Okay. But, um, so when you've got all these prosthetics and so forth on, and yeah. we know that uh, the film industry is hurry up and wait. Yeah. Uh, do they give you any consideration that other actors don't get? In other words, do they use you the whole time you're in the prosthetics, or are you also four hours sitting not doing anything? Oh, that's a great question. You know, you know Elliot, I don't often do this. That was a great question. Thank you. Right. I don't often do this. Elliot, you, you knocked this out of the park. <laughs> yeah. oh. um, I, uh, I uh, would love to say yes, <laughs> but uh, depending on the production, yeah. So, uh, if, it's, if it's a big studio production, with a huge budget and they don't care how long they go I'm sitting and waiting with everybody else oh yes, boy depending on what the setup is and all that but uh, if it's a smaller production and they're and they're acting like like you know like they're really happy to have me there mm-hmm. they will shoot my stuff out as fast as they can mm-hmm. but I've gone through some discomfort for them so it just all depends it all depends and it's, it's it's very kind and gentle either way and it's, I, I'm, I'm alive today so something's been working out <laughs> right and, and you've been working non-stop for 30 plus years 37 years believe it or not 37 yeah. years which is the... weird because I'm only 36 no <laughs> you told us already yeah. you're 62 I know, I know. I already ruined that joke. I know. Uh, And you also played uh, Pinocchio. I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Does he shoot anything here in the States, or do you always have to go to another country for Uh, these films? Guillermo del Toro has, you're right, I've either been in Eastern Europe or Canada for him. Right. Never here. Never here. No. So I'm hoping to shoot something in L.A. again. Yeah, you, you know, back in the early days when you grew up in Indiana, it's like Hollywood, California. And you move out here just so you can work in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. It doesn't make sense to me anymore. Uh, Lovely city, though. It, well, oh. as, as big cities go, it's great. Yeah. Yes. I do like Toronto. I do, too. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Say, uh, Good vibes. I couldn't live there, though, because of the winter. I, you know, I yeah. left yeah. Chicago for a reason. First sure. of all, fame and glory. Yeah. And secondly, <laughs> to get away from that disgusting. Where in Indiana did you grow up? Indianapolis. The, oh, right in the. Uh, you know, where the 500 is, is every Memorial Day, the, the big race that yeah. I've been to once in my. When you live there, you don't go. You know, it's like, I'll get there one day. And did you uh, did you enjoy that? No, I'm not. A, I'm, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, yes. I, uh, <laughs> oh, I should tell you, they're a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a weird that, sponsor. 
couch no, that would be on but, your no, show. When, when, you're, when you're watching it, the Indy 500 on TV, you can see you know different vantage points and different. You can get some perspective on the race, and it's a it's a one mile track, I think. Yeah. But when you're sitting in the, in the bleachers there, you just see. Vroom, 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 and that's it. Yeah. Until yeah. somebody until they say somebody won. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I, I, that's why I went one time thing. I don't want to do that that's again. Enough, Wait right? in line, get, go through traffic. No. How old were you? Did your parents bring you, or did you go with friends? Like, uh, uh, yeah, pr- uh, friends of my parents. It's like you know some some visiting business associate of my dad's. Like, yeah, I got tickets. Let's go. I'm like, right. no, finally, yeah, okay. I was like maybe fifteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's like, no, this was mm, mm, don't need to come back. But what I loved was the Indiana Indianapolis uh, Five Hundred Festival Parade. Walk now that through. yeah, okay. Now mm-hmm. so the parade was was uh, the day before. And that would be downtown Indianapolis, and you would go down there, and, and, and you know every every marching band, every float, everything. But what they had that was like fascinating to me was celebrities from Hollywood Land mm-hmm. on the back of a pace car waving, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, convertible waving. So uh, when I saw Kent McCord from One Adam Twelve, sure, remember that show, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, handsome uh, gentleman, yeah, handsome gentleman, right? And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, that's that officer from that show. <laughs> uh, so. Cut to later, I, I'm just starting as an actor in, in L.A. I mean, this is like the, mm, I'm going to say this is the ni- early 90s. And uh, I, yeah, I started in 1986. So I, I, I was up and going doing commercials by then. But I'm at, the, at, a, at a gym in Studio City. And there's this older guy that looks just like Kent McCord. So, yeah. of course, like an idiot, I walk up and go, I'm sorry, can, I, can, you just look, has anyone told you how much you look like that guy from Adam 12, Kent McCord? He goes, no, nah, I am Kent McCord. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I told him about the Indianapolis parade right. and how much I was. Well, one day I want to get back there and, and, you know, and be on the back of a pace car myself. Let's cut then forward again. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2018. Okay. I uh, uh, got a call from their PR people that uh, they wanted me to be a part of the parade. And, Great. And, uh, so I got wow. to ride in the back of a pace car and wave at, <laughs> as a hometown hero come home. It nice. was it was del- delightful. But again, as, Dream as, come as true. you know, your roles are all you hidden. So <laughs> right. you so, in the back of a car waving, it's like, who's this yeah, tall That's tail. why they have to put credits on the side of the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. They may have had to do that for Kent McCord, quite frankly. No, I mean, no. many years later. I, uh, was he also from Indianapolis? Or no, no, no. They, no, they, yeah, they, bro- they flew people in, yeah, uh, yeah. like Joanne Worley and, you know, yeah. Okay. Oh, Ruth Buzzy was in there. Okay, <laughs> what yeah. does she do? Um, <laughs> that is a, it's a Robert Klein joke that. Uh, is it? Oh, okay. He just takes her down for no reason whatsoever. And it Poor made, Ruth. It, right? <laughs> she didn't deserve that. I was at the improv one night, uh, Doug, and uh, I opened for uh, Robert Klein, one of my heroes. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's doing his set, and then. Somebody goes, Ruth Buzzy, what does she do? <laughs> and it was so out of nowhere that I was the only one. I, I laughed like I've because never seen it. so comedy. random. Yeah. So random and so unnecessary. And, and, oh, by the way, this was uh, 2019. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like really random. Re- yeah, like, yeah, yeah. still yeah. mad at Ruth Buzzy? <laughs> what an odd choice. But I love it. And she seems like and she, uh, she's having some health issues. We wish yes, her well. Yes, sure well, yes. Hope that she's doing okay. You know, uh, she has not posted on Twitter in a while. Maybe she's uh, mm. left because of uh, uh, the new regime. Maybe she's like, mm. oh, no, maybe. Right. maybe. Has Twitter really changed that much? I don't know. It's, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, your algorithm is a little bit different. Well, that, and yeah, I mean, you're yeah. forced to read a lot of Fox News nonsense that you may not have been uh, reading uh, before oh, okay. eight to nine months ago. Yes. I just well, post stuff every so often. There's some things that are broken, apparently. Like, So there's a thing they introduced just before Elon Musk took over where it was like you could have these like private communities where you yeah. could share things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Is that though, gone now? Well, though it's still there, but uh, it's not private anymore. Oh. Um, if you Apparently, if you ever see something in your timeline that uh, you can't 
hit a comment on and it doesn't obviously say you know only people who this person approves that's from somebody's community and a, a bunch of people are, are up in arms because the mm-hmm. whole premise of those things is just this group of people was yeah. supposed to see those when things you send that tweet it's private with that com- exactly uh, these white supremacists uh, <laughs> wanting to talk about the uh, Tennessee. Do you know one of those communities that I'm actually in? What are you in? Oh, hell. uh, uh, Nobility of Sealand. Now, you're wondering what that is, aren't you? Nope, I know exactly what it is. Do you really? No. (laughs) It has something to do with transportation, right? No. Nobility of Sealand. Sealand. We're listening. uh, S-E-A-L-A-N-D. So, Sealand. And uh, it is a small principality. It's one of those micro nations. uh, Uh, It was a military outpost um, of England uh, out in the English Channel somewhere. World War II. They set out a, a bunch of these, the Navy did, uh, as a defense mechanism. World War II ends. They tear down a bunch of them. This one is outside of British waters. So they kind of left it and forgot about it. This guy uh, goes out there, plants a flag, and says, my country! Right? <laughs> 1967. It's still to this day Sealand. And they have a currency. They had passports for a while. That got abused by you know nefarious activity from other countries. And <laughs> But uh, they uh, also, they sell... I, I, I'm admitting that I bought a title, okay? <laughs> uh, but they, they have, they, you can be uh, a lord or lady, you can be a baron, a count, and the highest one you can buy is a duke. And you? And with duke uh, comes the ability to be called your grace. I'm like, oh, I want this one. <laughs> I don't care how much it costs, right? So I am now his grace, Douglas Jones, uh, Duke of Sealand. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I, so I went searching for anything Sealand I could on the social media. So I, I got to get part of the community and let him know I'm a duke. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so, so I joined the club and... Uh, and I've met other people who were stupid enough to buy titles. So yeah. why, why stupid though? It's no, fun, it's not stupid, right? It's, it's great wonderful. fun. It's great fun. And I and I love that. And it's a whole. It's a whole like uh, uh, you know. Uh, I think their uh, e libertas uh, something uh, is their uh, their their Latin motto, which is like the uh, freedom of the sea. So they're they're free of any other government control. They have their own thing. Uh, he uh, the uh, Prince Roy who started this uh, <laughs> uh, country uh, has built a, a pirate radio station out there. That's his first. Yeah. Isn't there a movie about that? There should be. That's yeah. a great story. Uh, the whole the whole legacy is. Yeah. And then now that that's uh, the, that's gone now, but they do house a lot of. Uh, they have a huge computer room that houses uh, they their host websites that okay. might not be legal in some countries or whatever. But mm-hmm. you you can get whatever done at Sealand. Sealand will take care of that. <laughs> It'll take care of it for you. Do you uh, do you visit from time to time? I I, I want to. You've before. never been to Sealand. Never been. Yeah yeah. You, well, it's, wait, it's, you, a, you just no. bought online. You bought a Duke. Well, if you look it up, uh, you'll see it is looks like a heliport in the water. Okay, that's that's sea land, so it's it's not very big. Uh, so, and to get there, you have to either helicopter in, mm-hmm. which might be a, uh, some expense, uh, or boat out and then get hoisted up in like a, a little uh, ricochet, you know, sort of a bucket sort of thing that take, <laughs> takes you up from the sea up to the. Right. Uh, and but and you have to call ahead and plan for this because they don't let anybody. I mean, they'll fire at you if you're a boat getting too close. Oh boy, yeah. So, okay. uh, so I can't just like stop in Sealand yeah, right. on my way to you know Germany. Are there people there permanently though? Like people who live there? Uh, there are. That's how uh, we, they have to be. Have to have a permanent resident, or they can't be a, a country. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. yeah, so they have a couple of people, like a, a staff, like a security. Oh, there, it oh, there, there it is. Yeah. There's Sealand. Beautiful yeah. country. <laughs> Isn't that a great country? Is that a good photo, my Grace? Uh, yeah. Actually, it is uh, because uh, and those big cement cylinders that go into the water, uh, those are multiple floors of other things like. 
Oh, they, they have yeah. a galley and a this and a kitchen and yeah. a bunk quarters and and a, even a, a prison room. If you've been bad, you get you get put in jail. Oh, this is only a lot of bad happening. I, I mean, that housed like a, over hundred uh, Navy folks at one point mm, in World right. War Two. So there's there's room for people there. It just uh, and the, that original royal family that started they lived there for a while too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they would have to have supplies boated out to them and, you know, hoisted up in the bucket. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. When you talk to these uh, folks in this uh, chat room of yours, yeah. uh, other yeah. uh, dukes and, and, yeah, and ladies, ladies and Ladies and counts and barons, yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you guys call each other by your little handles or do you go... Yeah, I'm Doug. What's yeah. your story? I found I found these people on Facebook as well and Instagram here and there and Twitter. Uh, uh, so no, I, I yeah, we call each other. I've been called your grace on 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 the social medias by people who know how to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the ones who who know the protocols of Sea Land. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the most famous? Uh, re- is, uh, is resident the right word or the title uh, holder? Uh, 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 Mm, no, I don't think so. Uh, they have, they have, they've given a couple of sir and la- uh, sir and, and dame titles to Ooh. to. Uh, fa- uh, I should have looked this up before I started yapping my mouth. <laughs> is it uh, Jody Dench? No, no, no. You De- think that's no, her, 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 her dame title is from England? Yeah, I think. can you? You can't. You can't have two, right? Like, or can you? Like, uh, could you be a, a like a? A duke in England. Well, you know, I'll, and I'll tell you how, how I heard about Sealand was because I I bought the Lord title in Scotland first. Wait, so, so apparently uh, you can. Okay. You're also a Lord. I'm a, I'm Lord Douglas in in uh, in uh, Aberdeenshire, Scotland. Yeah, and for that one, I saw that ad on Facebook. Yeah, and you can buy a square foot of land, and that you know, as an owner of a, of that gives you. Uh, the loophole uh, you can be a lord um so but you actually you're buying a square foot of a national forest that you can't build on <laughs> unfortunately because mm-hmm. i would have built a one-foot structure for sure damn right yeah. you right you can't even put a little marker like a stone yeah i think it's mm, it's, uh, it's preserved you know yeah. you're basically supporting the the uh, like a national forest, park basically gotcha. right so uh so with that then uh, yeah so for christmas one year i got myself mrs Lori, uh, daughter natisha son-in-law galen all four of us lord and lady titles like oh how fun oh, we can frame it put on the wall so because I did that through Facebook, what ads do I think? I yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's where I found out about Sealand. Oh, yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so you're like, like a you're a title junkie now. You're I'm just a title chasing ju- it. Yes, and because of that, I've started wearing uh, you know, wearing you know when I do convention appearances with the fans, which I love. By the way, we can talk about conventions all day. Um, uh, Are you I, cool if we don't? <laughs> to me, that's one of your top five topics. Honestly, it comes up a yeah. lot. Yeah. Does it really? Does it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, my, you know, my father-in-law from uh, Star Trek. Of so. Course. Of course, so, which yes. I just saw. I just saw uh, uh, Walter the other day. Oh, uh, at uh, at the uh, the space uh, center, the uh, science center uh, downtown. It was just a couple of days ago. Oh goodness! Uh, it was the big um, Yuri's night. They call it. Mm-hmm. It's the it's 1961 anniversary of Yuri so and so, who was first man in space. Gagarin. Is that his last name? Is that it? I think so. Gagarin. Yeah. So I sat next to Walter in the presentation, and he is still to this day the funniest man I've ever met. That can't be true. You know me. Oh, I know you, and I love and adore you. I love, but Walter has. And by the way, I know him. I know you do. I know. Your sentence holds no water. No, but you have to know how funny he is, right? He'd be deadpan funny. Yes, of course. I'm being an asshole. Yeah, I know. Got humor, and I stuffed that. But a delightful man. We got we twisted off somewhere, but where? Wait, was that Saturday night? It was. I, I walked by. I was at a soccer game right next you door were. there, yeah, and I right. walked by, and there were a bunch of like, 
There was like the DeLorean from Back to the Future Back was the there. Future, that's a, right. That's a robot was wheeling around. I was like, what is yeah, going from on? Yeah, Star there? Wars. That was us. It was yeah, in, okay, in space cool. You know that DeLorean uh, was actually dug in costume. <laughs> <laughs> Eight hours. Eight, Eight, Eight hours, hours before a party. Uh, so worth it. <laughs> so worth it. Uh, well, that's wonderful. I didn't know. Uh, I, will, uh, I will bring it up when I see Walter. I think we're going to see him soon for... Uh, for dinner, yeah, so. I do. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he and I also uh, uh, both have frequented the frequented the NoHo Diner, uh, the North Hollywood Diner. Uh, his pictures—it's it's an old diner from the 1950s that has never up, updated their decor, and their walls are full of framed pictures of celebrities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter's been on the wall for quite a time. Is that the one on Mag- not Magnolia. Magnolia? Magnolia, yeah, in uh, uh, Magnolia and um, Tahunga, I think. It mm-hmm. used to be. It began with the letter S. It's now it? called the North Hollywood Grill or NoHo Grill Diner. Sambo's? No, no. I mean, Sambo's were everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it, it did go away differently. I can't like remember. centuries or it had an S. It, it was someone's it, name, maybe. The only yeah. reason I remember it is I, I had uh, breakfast there and then lunch at Carl's Jr. And then that's the day that I uh, got food poisoning and a parasite. And I was in the hospital for a week, <laughs> not knowing which one it came from. And they couldn't. And and literally, I mean, the whatever, not the FDA, but whoever it would be, yeah. coming into my hotel room, or not hotel room. They put me up at a nice hotel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the least they could do, coming into my hospital uh, room yeah. and just asking questions and to pinpoint, trying to yeah, where it where, where it, where it was, from. and mm-hmm. uh, they narrowed it down to the. Uh, uh, Carl's Jr. at the corner of okay. uh, Vineland and whatever that is. Because my NoHo Diner can do nothing wrong. I, I frequent there. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I would well, walk there from my apartment. And, and I was just able, the, the Saturday night when I saw Walter Koenig and sat next to him, I said, Walter, you and I have something in common now. They just put my picture up on the wall. Finally. At NoHo Diner, yes! boy. I know, nice. I'm so excited. Why so long did it take? Well, I mean, Why did I talk like Yoda? <laughs> Why so long did it take? Why so long did it take? You're in front of sci-fi royalty. Uh, you have to speak like that. That's ridiculous. Well, I, I mean, I married into sci-fi royalty. Yeah, yeah, you sure did. This is all that to me. <laughs> right, I, I stood next to Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I bet if you had just handed them a, a signed headshot, they would put it up. I mean, maybe they'd have to know. No, who I, you are, I didn't want to be so. Yeah, that, I didn't like, want to be that accurate. Right. You know, yeah, surely yeah. you want me on your wall. It, you have I a went, unique problem because, uh, like Jimmy said, you're not immediately recognizable by your face, but you've had an illustrious career. So oh, you kind of maybe you. do need to give them a little. Well, well what, the picture that I gave them uh, was a uh, it was a black and white, so it would match the decor. Yeah. Uh, but it was actually me in front of a green. Uh, actually, our, our our manager Bruce Smith took this photo because he takes a lot of you know quite yeah. a photographer. Uh, a picture of me holding up a green screen roll behind me. And in front of me was a mask off to the side of my face with my real person. Oh, nice. So it was just a, a generic comedy tragedy mask. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. So that's the picture that they have on the wall. So it kind of denotes, uh, oh, he's the guy oh, that, he's that is man. often green screened yes. or, you know. Makes sense. Yeah. When you Made go up. to the conventions, uh, and I ask this because as a small boy, I met a gentleman named William Blake who played uh, one of the apes on the television series Planet, Planet of the, the Apes. Aha. Uh-huh. And uh, I forget the woman's name. There was uh, he. He showed up as Cornelius. Yeah. I put that in quotes for the listener. And she was Zira. And um, but the photograph would be uh, side by side, like an eight by ten turned uh, landscape, mm-hmm. and then his real face, and then him in ape makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You knew what you were getting, right? When you do a convention, do you do that such the, thing? The very first photo I ever had printed up for conventions before I had a, a, an appearance manager that would arrange these. I was just kind of invited to go to uh, some show somewhere. And I got a picture of Abe Sapien from the Hellboy, uh, Hellboy 1, 
with a hand up with the, so you can see the webbed fingers and the, the whole the head and hand and then a little tiny corner picture in the in the left hand corner that uh, was me in a tank top kind of going hey the, you know <laughs> the, the, the real the real Dougie sure I was young enough to do that back then and uh, yeah so that that's the only time that's ever happened that's uh, yeah uh, since then it's just the character itself and, uh, and, and then you I, found that's what they want they really uh, yeah they don't care well they're meeting me they're meeting and they often get selfies now too at the right. table so they can I met him oh, that's what he looked right. like do selfies cost more or do you just let it happen while you're signing their, their headshot if they want to take pictures while I'm signing it's, that's up to them but if I'm posing for a shot that does take a certain amount of energy I get up out from the table and, right. so uh, I think they charge for that now yeah I'm, I'm not uh, thank heaven I don't deal with the money part of, of conventions I just I'm there to hug and sign things sure yeah and uh do you, uh, I've been to a, a, a Metro, I mean, this comes up a lot. I've been to a, a good number of these because of my son enjoys, yeah. not so much anymore, but uh, he in, used to enjoy going to them. My, mm-hmm. my wife would take them mostly, but um, you would have people that would have a great long line, and then you'd have others that uh, would be sitting at a table all day long yeah. with nothing going on. And I've been both. Yeah. You have. Yeah, I, yeah. In, in the early days, you know, yeah, yeah, you might have, you have a couple of people that came looking for you because they saw you on the, on the website, like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then you see this line next to you that's like, you know, someone from a Marvel movie or something. And you're like, mm, cricket, cricket, and it's your yeah. table. Uh, so you just like, kind of act like you have something else to do. <laughs> right. It just yeah. happened to be sitting yeah. at that table. I've been very blessed in recent years, though. I, I've, Good. I've, I've, I'm, I'm the guy with the line now. So I really, really appreciate Good everybody who waits in that line. Because honestly, waiting for an hour to meet me, I can't imagine the, the benefit in that but bless you for, <laughs> bless you for doing so and I'm know. going the opposite I'm counting the minutes down until you leave here so it's, it's, <laughs> see what I'm saying it's the same hour. exactly, exactly. We're, story. so we're on the same page you and me yeah, oh, how dare you. Jimmy you were uh, mentioning just go, yes. go back quickly the, the Planet of the Apes TV show yes how long did you think it took them to put the makeup on 15 minutes <laughs> Yeah, oh, back then. It. Yeah, d- 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 it, not quite the same Roddy level. Roddy McDowell level. would get really great makeup. Well, in the movies, movies. I think. Yeah. It was, no, no, in the TV show. Oh, okay. Roddy played Galen in oh, okay. the series. Okay. So okay. Roddy and then the the, the the TV version of Zira. Yeah. It wasn't Zira, but they would have, and, Doctors, and the, Doctors the, 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 the leads yeah. would have mm-hmm. wonderful makeup. Uh-huh. And everybody else, just like the last two movies, basically just an ape mask. Yeah, just and you, pulled over. Just pulled over. You'd see them. <laughs> oh, the, oh the, the great actor played Urko. I forget the actor. He's a great actor. He played Urko. Mark Leonard? With, Mark Leonard. You probably know Mark Leonard, right? Don't you know from I Dimensions? I don't know that I do. No, I've never met him. Oh, he was on, if you saw a photograph of a picture, I believe he was the Star Trek guy. Oh, okay. And I believe we would go around and do those as well. He okay. was Sarek? Oh, Sarek on the original series of Star Trek? Yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. And then okay, he okay. played, yes. uh, uh, it was in uh, Planet of the Apes. And they, to your point, huh. yes, that. And then everybody else was just like, here's a mask, be yeah. a chimp. <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. And I would, oh, I would have, but I would have taken that job at a heart. Are you oh kidding God. me? Yeah, the yeah. best job. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get to be, be Halloween every day of your life. Yeah, Halloween of every day. <laughs> when you're a kid, it's exciting. Yeah. Did you, uh, now what, you're 6'4"? Six, 6'3 six, uh, six, now. 6'3. <laughs> yeah. Again, you know, it happens. <laughs> yes, I'm no longer 5'4 and a half. Yeah. And so, which is the saddest. Um, did you do plays in high school and stuff like that? Did I did, you? yeah. I had the, caught the bug early. Uh, basically, uh, you know, it was, it was watching TV, watching goofy people on TV that, that really inspired me to want to be in showbiz because you're very uh, 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 demonstrative is not the right yeah, word physical, physical. Uh, uh, yeah, very yeah very visual with yeah. my yeah um, and um, see, seeing comedians like like a Jerry Lewis or a Don Knotts on Mayberry come on now mm-hmm. he was my hero what about Dick Van Dyke because you strike me very much as Dick Van Dyke thank you I, love, I mean that complimentary I loved every minute of that show I never yeah. missed a, you know, Robin and uh, and uh, 
Petri, uh, Laura Petri. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, anyway, he, yeah, tall, lanky guy that right. like that had a funny sense of humor and and great timing. And so I learned a lot from watching those early sitcoms. I mean, a lot of comedians, I'm sure, did you yeah. too. Uh, and um, so at uh, the Carol Burnett show, that kind of thing. So uh, uh, when I, what was the question? Uh, <laughs> you, did, you did plays in high school. So yeah, I'm sorry. School, like. Right, so that living in Indiana, there was no TV option. I, I couldn't get an agent there. <laughs> so my yeah, first time on stage was in you know, high school doing the, the fall play. Mm-hmm. And uh, and oh, gosh, when you hear an audience laugh at something you do or go, mm-hmm. oh, at something you do, it's like it's intoxicating. You want yeah. more of that. Right. So I uh, that, that started my, my uh, stage career and basically um, – through high school. Then in college, I, I minored in theater because my parents wouldn't let me major in theater. Why were they not? Well, because they were helping pay for it. And uh, So what'd you major in? I majored in radio and TV broadcasting. So the, yeah, so these earphones and this microphone is familiar. Very familiar. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, that, because you could get a job in that broadcast all across the country. Gotcha. Uh, the, but film, TV, theater, there's only certain places you can do that and then a high percentage of unemployment. And my parents being responsible Midwesterners were like, oh, hon, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so I could minor in theater. So that's really where my heart lived, though. And that's where I discovered the mime troupe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it, was a, it was a self-run, student-run mime troupe on campus called Mime Over Matter. That's a pun, you guys. Oh, boy. Uh, oh. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I've been punched in the mouth. Right, you've, been, you've been punned in the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Look at that. Two for four today. Great. <laughs> Yeah. So between the mime troupe uh, and being in that for all four years of my college uh, bachelor's degree, and then being the uh, the college mascot, I was a Charlie Cardinal at Ball State University mm-hmm. for two of those years. Okay. So that was that kind of like was boating of things to come for my career, mm-hmm. like you know, visual communication, costumes, makeup, right, and tomfoolery. What about Blue Man Group? Was Blue Man Group ever something you would? I wasn't aware about? of them back then. I wasn't aware of them until. I tell I did a rip off of them. Oh, uh, do you remember the show called Wanda Does It? Wanda Sykes. Yes. And, right. It was on Comedy Central, I think. I think yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was on an episode of Wanda Does It, and it was actually Wanda Sykes playing Wanda Sykes, uh, kind of half scripted, half reality show, and so she was going to Vegas and somehow got caught up in. She had to paint herself up and be a part of the Goldman Group because we were playing at the Golden Nugget. And I was a part of that. I was cast as a member of the Goldman Group. Uh, so, and we had a Blue Man Group guy, a legitimate one, with us as a Goldman Group. And so he was one who coached us and taught us how to do our act mm-hmm. that Wanda could be a part of on stage. So we actually had an audience and we really did a show that, that Wanda was a part of. So that was the reality part of it. But the scripted part was, you know, was her getting there. Right. So, uh, uh, why, yeah, so that was, my, that was my introduction. I had heard of the Blue Man Group oh. and seen their ads for Vegas and yeah. things before. But as, as a raging adult, I didn't, wasn't aware of them before that. <laughs> I yeah. would, uh, I would have thought that'd be right up your alley. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But, you know what do I know? I'm yeah. learning got new things each and every day, Doug. Uh, <laughs> go back to high school. What what play the, that fall play yeah, you did? It was what? called "A Time for Madness," hmm. and it was a family such situation. And the daughter was coming home from college, and she brought her new boyfriend with her to meet the family. That was me. I was a, a Afro wig wearing uh, hippie in like you know uh, Birkenstocks and and you know baggy clothes and love beads. It was like this was the seventies, right? Uh, uh, so, uh, and I was kind of like you know hip and wear, I was wearing big glasses that for no reason just for a look and and uh, and and the family was kind of not sure how to tell her that I wasn't the right one for her yeah so you know my entrance got a humongous laugh from the audience and that's why that, that was sure. first time on stage in my life and I was like yes <laughs> I like this Good for you yeah yeah you mentioned uh, your wife and daughter mm-hmm. how long are you married. 
Uh, oh, in April it'll be thirty nine. Oh, it is April. Oh gosh, it's soon. Oh, <laughs> I, I got to go buy a present. Uh, <laughs> I have to leave right thanks, now. Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for coming. In. Actually, this Friday uh, is our thirty ninth anniversary. Thirty ninth. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Boy, that's wonderful. Wow. Yeah. Thir- wait, thirty nine. Thirty nine. Sixty two minus thirty nine. Twenty three. Twenty three years old. Yeah. In Indiana, that was old. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. You guys got married there. Yeah. She came out here with you. We were married 11 months when we made the move to California. And is she also in the business or did she have aspirations? No, not or she really. Just, not really. She just supported you and said, let's go. Yeah. yeah when, we met in, at Ball State University when she was in a production of Godspell on stage. I was in the audience. And so our lives have flipped since then, of course. But yeah, she was doing that for fun. And I, and I, uh, I did it for a career. Wow, 39 years. Yeah, crazy, right? And uh, you mentioned your son-in-law, so you're, obviously your daughter is married. And yeah, yes. Uh, do they yeah. live locally? Do you get to see uh, her they, on a they, regular they basis? Do. They do. Uh, they were at our house for Easter, so there was love uh, with my new grandbaby. <gasps> yeah, I know. Wait, oh how God. old's the baby? How old? He's 21 months. Dude. I can't get enough of him. I want to... Uh, why are you here? I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I hug my 15-year-old like he's still six months old. I know, exactly. And he's right? getting tight. It's, the days are uh, <laughs> getting short on that. Uh, I want him to knock somebody up in high school, so I can hold the baby. <laughs> I need that to happen. Oh, good heavens. Because I'm going to die before he gets married. Now. I know. That's how it feels. But, I know. Uh, but good know. for you. What's it? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I know. Yeah. A little, a little baby boy, a little he's, girl. He's a little boy. And I just, and I just, yeah, he's a budgie budgie boo. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, they're, and, but they're local, so you can see this baby. Whenever I want. Good that's right. You. That's right. Um, yeah. I am. Uh, I got to follow up. Can I see this baby? <laughs> I, know, I know, right? Yeah, you're oh, welcome to hold God. him. Yes, of course. I'm in Target. And I want to grab somebody's baby. I know. Oh, would it be weird, ma'am, if I held your baby? Your... And then you go, well, no, you no. can't. Is it a long, lanky baby that takes after you? <laughs> no, yeah, no. Uh, he uh, takes after his dad mostly, okay. he, yeah, looks wise, but uh, but he does have blonde hair. So yeah, now that I'm kind of dying mine, oh, <laughs> it looks oh, very good. Oh, good. The baby makes me look natural. Yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> he's like toehead blonde. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, uh, you're painting that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It does look good, right? It yeah, does look good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. No, I'm gray now. I'm 60-something. Do you do it? You're, you, you go I to I do somebody? it myself with a box at home. You for, do? I cut my own hair as well, half, sure. since, half since high school. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Do you know how much money I've saved over the years? <laughs> Seven dollars. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> that is a lot of money, though. Yeah, but you, and uh, I, I have played humans in many things over the years, too. And if you've ever seen me as a human, guest starring on a uh, like Criminal Minds, CSI, uh, Teen Wolf, I uh, did a movie called My Name is Jerry, where I played Jerry, uh, uh, did a Hallmark movie called uh, The Ultimate Legacy. All those roles cut and colored my own hair for each role. I did. Wow. I did. Really? My own hair. And yeah. they never asked questions. They were like, they don't hey, ask. Can we touch that up for you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't let them. No, I got a person on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Thank yeah. you for yeah. your time. Me and Raquel Welsh. I, 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 she was in the, the Hallmark movie with me. Uh, wait, what? Oh, wow. She just passed away? She just passed away recently. Yeah. So, right. wait a minute. God Bet, rest her soul. You, you got to be with. Bette Miller, Miller and, and Raquel, Raquel Welsh. Welsh. Yes, wow. You're like did. a 1978 uh, boy's no. dream. Oh, no, seriously. Now, uh, Raquel was 75 at the time. Uh, this was 2015 we filmed this. And I played her butler slash assistant slash driver guy. She was a very wealthy woman leaving a fortune to her grandson. And she passed away early, early in the movie. Uh, so I help help carry on her legacy mm-hmm. to her uh, grandson. And he has to pass some tests to, in order to get the fortune. Well, uh, uh, she she was in the back seat of the car and and called for her assistant to get her makeup kit. So that here comes this huge suitcase full of brushes and jars and tubes and right things. And uh, and she's touching herself up. And then she's you know she had a wig line too, a, a retail wig line that people. So she's wearing her own her own wig hair. Mm-hmm. 
And she starts, there were some flyaways and she took a pair of scissors out of the kit and started slipping off the, snipping off hair. And I'm like, oh, Raquel. Uh, and she goes, oh, honey, it's a wig. And I'm like, oh, 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 it looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I've always done my own hair and makeup since day one. Wow. And that's Raquel Welsh. Uh, iconic yeah. beauty yeah. images from yes. the 60s, 70s and beyond. And uh, she's always done her own hair and makeup. Yeah, so I'm like, if Raquel can do it. Okay. <laughs> so, so can Dougie Jones. Okay. DJ can certainly handle it. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. She was pleasant as well. You enjoyed her company? Hmm. I did. Uh, yeah, we, we, got, we got along uh, uh, great. Um, yeah. She, she's old school Hollywood, though. And... and yeah, I, I wouldn't want to be. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to know what it's like to be a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was the Kim Kardashian of her day, but with more. Yes, I think. Uh, and and big movie career, big TV. She guested on every variety show. She was on Dean Martin and on Sunny and Cher. She was on everything. Yeah, huge presence in our lives. And how do you age out of that? You know, how do, gracefully? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I think she she needed to she needed some love yeah right she needed love she needed a hug and i was the guy there for that uh so she she told someone later that i was her favorite person in the entire crew cast and crew so oh, i was like nice. I, I can pat myself on the back that i <laughs> i got through to Ra- raquel good for you yeah yeah, yeah. Nice. you deserve it <laughs> thank um, you you're welcome <laughs> the compliment he deserves the compliment or yeah or the status uh, the status <laughs> yeah it is quite the, that's imagine. better than being duke of sealand i'll yeah, tell you yeah, that much yeah <laughs> and, and it was free <laughs> yeah i know right right are I you got, comfortable saying and you don't have to uh, wait, to be a duke of sealand yeah, yeah yeah what does that set you back i know you're saving haircut money oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> what how, how much does it cost to become a duke right right yeah it was a sliding scale okay uh, uh the, you know uh, the higher up you went in title the more it cost and i think it was around 650 dollars now, now, which you know, to some that's like a drop in the bucket, but it's still. I, I, I'm an Indiana boy, and I'm still in high school, and that sounds like a lot of money yes. to me to do something so frivolous, right? So, I thought you were going to say six thousand dollars. No, no, I, right, and I'm glad it wasn't. That, yeah, because yeah. I, I, I would be out that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's how much it's meant to me. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you say to your wife, "I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy," well, that's just it. Okay, yes, so okay. okay, so we I already got every, the whole family lord and lady titles. So when I'm looking at the duke thing. Like, <laughs> I, I showed her. It's like, should we be duke and duchess? She goes, "Do not <laughs> even think about spending that money on me being a duchess. I'll be married to a duke. That'll make me a duchess. Shut up." Okay, so, <laughs> so, fair point. So, but God bless her. Yeah, she saved us some money. But I, uh, but I, I slept on it for a month because I, I was because uh, you know the the frugal person in me just didn't see. Ah, oh, can I? And during that month, I did the deep dive. I watched every documentary, YouTube video, this that, read every article. The BBC did a lot of coverage of them throughout the entire all these decades. I watched and read everything and it was that that whole like we're free we have our own country that really appealed to me I'm like i want to be part of that free country mm-hmm. and uh and uh, and uh, and be called your grace that really really is what yes. sold me okay <laughs> and because of that now on the convention scene when i dress up for the day to meet meet and greet uh, fans i wear uh brooches I've taken to I've, I have a collection of brooches now <laughs> that sparkle and that match my outfit. Okay. Now listen, if you look, at, <laughs> listen, don't listen, listen, listen to you. If you if you <laughs> if you look at any pictures of Queen Elizabeth when she was uh, on her on her outings, she never was without a brooch. Uh-huh. So I thought, well, hey, if that's she set the royal standard. Uh-huh. So uh, if Queen Elizabeth always has a brooch, so will Duke Douglas Jones of Sealand. Sure. Okay. okay. And then how else are you, is he going to hold his cape? on you know what time it is i don't it is uh 
it to Garen sucks. <laughs> No. Uh, hey, Garen. Well, the positive energy yes, of Doug sir. Jones that hit me uh, hit me odd today. Uh, well, I know it. <laughs> you know what happens every week. Should I be meaner and me- uh, no, no? I just uh, coming off of all of your uh, your sunshine and, and moonbeams or whatever. <laughs> Not when it comes oh. to Raquel Welch. She couldn't. He, yeah. no, no, I was no, soured no, on her. Quick. Oh no, you of, soured on Raquel. Uh, no, but she uh, she was she was delightful and and gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, seventy five years old still had tiny little ankles and wearing high pumps and walking gracefully in them mm-hmm. I, I i bow to her did she know you were a duke i wasn't a duke then oh my god this, this is newer talk to you. this is more recent and okay. she still talked to me all right <laughs> uh all right here we go you ready here's your topic all right famous firsts Oof. famous first famous firsts all right that's all we get final jeopardy style doug so, so i need to wager something yeah. yeah pick one of the uh numbers on the back of that has that has not been chosen okay and and so a low wager it means that i'm, I'm not confident in my answer a that's high right. wager means i am yeah. yes Absolutely. okay uh, uh, f- uh, wait, famous firsts? Famous firsts. Okay. Okay, so do I tell you what nope, I'm you write, No, you write it down once I read the question. Well, you, you, you okay, have I'm going to put it on this piece of paper. Yeah, and then uh, you do not reveal it until I ask you. Okay, gotcha. Garen, can you tell me what I wagered last week? I can't find it. If you have it handy. Got that handy, Garen? Okay. So, sorry, in a second. Let me, I'm trying to find the page. All right, I'm going to pull up the question while... Uh, Garen looks that up. Well, yes, Elliot. I, I mean, I have another quick question. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Oh, okay. Um, so uh, I used to do some uh, video work for a makeup company that would go to these uh, makeup conventions where they would do demonstrations yes. of prosthetic right. makeups. And right. Have you ever been to any of those? Were you ever featured on any of those, or did you uh, visit? Yeah, uh, you know, I've, I've been to the. Uh, there's a big one called IMATS, which is the yep. International Makeup Artist Trade Show. Another one called Monster Palooza, which mm-hmm. is all of the creature effects people mm-hmm. that collect them. Actually, I'm going to be there as a guest on oh. uh, June second, third, and fourth in Pasadena. California, uh, but I'm going to be have a signing table and do a panel and that kind of thing. Uh, I've never been a model for a demonstration there because that's like since I do that for a living. Yeah, it I seems like like a like what they call a busman's holiday, right? Right. That's not my weekend. Yeah, that's not my weekend activity. I want to do. Right. Fair right, enough. Right, right, Fair right, enough. That right. makes sense. Have you just speaking of monster palooza? You, have, you, have you done our friend Matt Weinholz's show? Have you gone on there? And uh, oh yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, we right. talk about a geek who knows his monsters. Okay, that's him. I love him dearly. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, good guy. I think he's. A, I mean, this series a, a, a very under appreciated in this town yeah, this yeah, town yeah. Uh, didn't give him the respect he deserved in my opinion mm-hmm. funny talented dude yeah yeah indeed handsome as well right <laughs> come on now right uh, another omni pop client good man mm-hmm. all right uh you had a question I, I found it 18 right holy yes you guys what's uh, happening this is the craziest question. Oh, okay. oh, my God. Are the we question? about to have a kismet moment where Uh-oh. something we talked about is Famous the first. Famous first. Okay. Did you get your bet? Yeah. Uh-huh. Russian Yuri Gagarin. Oh, wow. Was the first man to ever accomplish this universal feat. Yeah. We just talked about that. That is. We, is there a backup question or do we <laughs> just go with it and see who bet, bet the highest? <laughs> oh, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, right? Well, here's the problem. One of us is on medication. No, <laughs> I can't remember, can't remember a thing of this. I remember. I, I looked at the question. I'm like, you got to be shit. I mean, that this is that's ridiculous. That's insane. I didn't hear it either. I was Uh-oh. looking up. I think I was all looking right. up the original name of the NoHo Diner. No, no, okay. Oh, that, oh, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> Did you find it? I did. It was sitting. Sitting. There you go. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Garrett. Is this the same as the Magnolia Grill? No. 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 Because no, 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 no. because Walter's picture is also up there. The Magnolia oh, Grill uh, uh, is further east. Yeah. And that's where Jonathan Winters used to eat. Oh. Five out of seven days. Oh. Wow. Okay. okay. Like you could walk in there, and and like the first time you go, holy shit, it's Jonathan Winters. Yeah. And the second time you go. What are the odds he's here again? But they're there and they're like, hey, Jonathan. <laughs> like this yeah. legend. That's crazy. That's how often he was there. Wow. 
Um, and I think Walter and uh, and Jonathan would have conversations, mm-hmm. chit chat, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Well, that sounds good. Um, I it's a conversation I want to be a part of. It <laughs> was. Uh, uh, I would talk to him every now and then. I would yeah. talk to Jonathan, and he would, uh, you know, uh, pick up a piece of lettuce and make it talk for six uh, <laughs> seven minutes. Oh, okay, I'm gonna order now. And, yeah, it's like oh, you know, you know somehow it, somehow it wasn't the joy that I wa- it should have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like mm-hmm. why is this? Why 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 is the lettuce still talking? Yeah, right. He milked it for too long. Yeah, yeah okay. And now but, you know what it would be like to mar- be married to him. There you go. <laughs> I was uh, okay. Uh, do we go? With, we don't. I don't have well, a backup. I think we got to go with it. Well, let's go with it. I mean, and here's the thing too: is like I think I know the answer, but it's kind of like that that game show where uh, I I, I, literally, uh, I just, literally just told you. Yeah, exactly. I'm not entirely sure that I have the right piece of information in my head. Uh, you're the one who said his name, although you, you kind of you were trying I, to you're wrestling with it a little. I was wrestling with it. I added a syllable or two, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm I'm just going by context clues. At least I think I'll. I, I won't, my answer will not be stupid. Yeah. Uh, right. Based on what we just talked about, but the idea that we, li- we you we literally just said the answer to this. Yeah. Wow. First of all, let's acknowledge how bananas that is. Well, it is. No, it's, it's not. It's not as bananas only because that event happened this last weekend, and perhaps that was the inspiration for the question. Where are you getting your questions from? That's my, my son. My son writes them. Oh, he. Oh, oh that could be why. Yeah, but it's still crazy that, he, that, that, that the that timing of it. That's well, that, that, miss that you well, fucking pedantic yeah. well, prick. Well, that, that Doug was there is is what's crazy. Yeah. In other words, none of us went. What's, right, right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm very serious, and I hate to do this with the positive. What, what, what's crazy mm-hmm. is that I haven't kicked you in the fucking face today. <laughs> I mean, it usually that, happens. That's what's crazy. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is you guys. Yeah. You say, oh, Jimmy's uh, the anger's real." But guess what, brother? It is. <laughs> so you shut it. The furnace. The furnace is about saying to release. We right. I'm yeah. saying this is an instance. This is an instance yeah. where you are correct. Instance. Yeah. Instance. Instance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound right in my head. You know, uh, you know, the, yeah, you know, Jimmy. I, can I just yes. can I just say to all of you in the room here, I have been a fan of Jimmy since the day I met him, <laughs> and uh, 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 when we saw you in Toronto, uh, to, you mentioned the Anthony Rap yes. saying a, a, a ditty before you came back on. Uh, yeah, of course, I, I was aware of the show because of Anthony, uh, and we, as a cast from Star Trek Discovery, went to support our castmate. Uh, but it's a, wait, it's a Jimmy Pardo show? That's what I was excited about. Oh. I love Anthony. <laughs> love Anthony. He's a great guy. But I was like, oh, gosh, yes. So uh, I don't know if you remember, I was the loudest cackle in the audience. Yes. And our manager, Bruce Smith, always likes me to, to show up at, at any client's shows because <laughs> I'm the Ed McMahon of that show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, And so I, I just had a happy memory of, of cackle laughing with my castmates going, was it that funny? Yes, it was that funny. It's Jimmy freaking. I'm not so sure they agreed with you. <laughs> but no, they actually, in fairness, I, we talk about it all the time. They were raving about they, it. They, were, they could not have been yeah. nicer. Uh, yeah. Jason Isaacs. Uh, yeah. And then I don't know the African. That's Nico Martin Green is our, is our lead. I don't, I don't think I understood that the cast came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Anthony goes, yeah, some cast people come. A lot out. of us came. I didn't came, know yeah. it was the stars of the show yeah. were coming. All the series regulars showed up. Yeah, it was really, I mean, in retrospect, very flattering. Yeah. I know they were came to see Anthony, but they but still we stayed sat for you. We shit. stayed for you. That's yes. right. That's right. Uh, Anthony and I did a duet that night. We did uh, we did something for Rent together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you came up and uh, we talked to you for a couple of minutes. Yeah, we did. It was very sweet of you. Uh, you I, uh, I didn't deserve that kind of attention. You were nervous and you didn't like it. 
which now that you're here, I don't understand that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm experiencing the same thing. <laughs> you should have embraced it and had fun, but you uh, maybe, maybe you should have been chasing that laugh you got in high school. Oh, I know, huh? <laughs> Instead, uh, maybe you were being uh, polite to Anthony. Like, he didn't want to step on his yeah, toes. That's just it. I just said, and it. You. it wasn't my night. It wasn't my night. Yeah. But it could have, but it was. The host of the show the says, said it was my night. Okay, okay. Here, here's, let's, let's bring up Doug Jones and uh, watch him. Uh, Fumble. Unfold his legs. <laughs> Unfold his legs. <laughs> Tommy Tune style. I was going to say Jack Skellington. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't want to uh, upset our other buddy, the barbarian guy. Oh, yeah. oh Matthew you ever seen this clip Davis. of him doing the musical, a, a live musical? Yes, thing? of uh, Jack Skellington yeah, as um, from wonderful Nightmare Before. I used to say if there's ever a live Broadway version of of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, I would love to play Jack Skellington. Then I saw that clip of him. I'm like, I will never play this part. It should be him. It is him. It is. Yeah. So, he's so good. Do you have a nice singing voice? I think I do. Okay. And, uh, so you think you could pull that off? Yeah, I do. I, the, yeah, I think I could. But 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 again, the older I get, the less the less I want to do of that 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 much physicality. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 if I'm inspired to want to really help tell a story, then yes, I'll be inspired to go back. But Star Trek Discovery is coming to a close, by the way. Yeah. Uh, season five that we just filmed is our final season, so that'll be airing early 2024. So it's still alive that way for the fans, but for me, it's like I don't have to wear rubber again if I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for you. Because I have worn more rubber than a cheap hooker. Okay. Hey, 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 there's the Doug Jones line. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's uh, is that your go-to? That's my go-to. Thank you. <laughs> At the conventions. Hey, Doug Jones. Hey, I'm Sabian. Uh, by the way, it's sex worker. <laughs> oh, no. Please, okay. Right. Uh, I learned this. I got yelled at on Twitter because I attacked uh, Travis Tritt over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis, uh, it was uh, being a, a bigot and about uh, uh, the, the trans person uh, supporting uh, Bud Light, and that he's no longer going to have any Anheuser Busch products on his rider. And okay. so, so I said, get a load of this guy tweeting like it's 1993. Uh, to, uh, hey, Travis, to quote one of your songs, here's a quarter, shove it up your bigoted hillbilly ass. <laughs> and people came back uh, a little bizarre to uh, call, uh, call somebody a bigot while using a bigoted term. And then somebody, some Never Not Funny fan said, what was the bigoted term? Hillbilly. And then other people went, yeah, but that's not. <laughs> and uh, they go, yes, it is. Nah. Some guy wrote, <laughs> hillbilly's not. Nope. No, it's not. No. <laughs> it's not. No. It's not. State of mind. You can't, you can't, uh, you, you, Beverly Hillbilly's the whole, the whole premise. Yeah, no. Thank you, Garen. There you go. Uh, all right. Let's As someone who comes from that, no. Right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. It's a choice. My mom married my uncle. You can't get more white trash than what happened to my family. <laughs> I'm all in on hillbilly. Plus, hillbilly's a fun fucking word. It is. If we it can't is. have that, go back and chew on your fucking corn. <laughs> I've, I've, right? You come from Indiana. I, you know billies. And I've played a few in, on film, uh, hillbillies. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. What, what, A movie called Stalled is a, is a great example. It takes place in the deep south. Uh, a Chicago uh, rock band is touring throughout the south. They have a breakdown with their van in our town. I'm the only mechanic for miles around. And my cousin slash wife is the one who runs the diner uh so uh, a comedy ensues right and i got to affect an accident and everything it was, yeah it was, it was it was great fun stalled stalled who's the star of that motion picture it, it was an ensemble cast and i think i was the biggest name in it unfortunately okay. so that's why you haven't heard of it <laughs> that's why you haven't heard of it all right well I'm, I'm but I, I did get uh, my, who, the woman who played my my cousin slash wife uh it was christine deaver uh, and we look hilarious together and I, we've been in several things together over the years oh. but she's yeah she does a lot a lot of uh cabaret style uh live shows now and she's very very well known for it here at the los angeles area she's played in the pacific northwest a lot in a show called uh teatro zinzani Kind of like a Cirque du Soleil meets a stand-up comedy. Wow. And she's the host of that. Uh, she's like the big, you know, grandmaster of the, yeah. of the evening. And she's, oh gosh, she's amazing. Yeah. 
I would see that show if it came to Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah I would too. But yeah. I'm not traveling for it. Okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get on a plane to go see that. Uh, <laughs> let's take a break. Yeah. When we come back, we'll go around the horn. We'll get everybody's answers, which okay. should be uh, anticlimactic for some. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how off I am. That, yeah. that, that's kind of the game I'm going to be playing now. Like, uh, what I remember, what did I remember that isn't the right answer? How harsh is the medication? That's what you want yeah. to yeah, yeah. I don't even know which medication it is at this point, Doug, or else I would <laughs> Are there uh, several? ask them. Oh, there's a lot of medications. <laughs> okay. um, but it is certainly, uh, it's certainly uh, Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. Just trying to make sure. Uh, all right, we're back. Yeah. Right hey, gang, Matt here with some dates for you. Doug Jones is on Instagram, Twitter, social media in general, I believe. Just at actor Doug Jones. At actor Doug Jones is where to find him. Uh, you can also find him on the final season of Star Trek Discovery that will be premiering in early 2024. Check that out. Uh, see how his character wraps up. Also, he's uh, on a few episodes of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, their next season, so look for that when it comes out. I think that's also 2024. Uh, but all of his stuff, you can find out more on social media at actor Doug Jones, Jimmy Pardo. Oh, before I talk about that, uh, our next live stream for uh, tier two and higher subscribers is going to be on 420. Uh, at 11.15, so April 20th, 11.15 a.m., go to nevernotfunny.com and you can listen in live while we record that episode. And uh, you can even call in and talk to us at the end of that episode. And uh, we have exciting news on the phone number front, so stay tuned for that. Jimmy Pardo is going to be in the YooHoo room uh, doing stand-up comedy headlining set on April 22nd. That's in Burbank, California. Uh, Flappers Comedy Club and then uh, April 28th and 29th he's at Acme in Minneapolis go to jimmyparto.com for all his dates and deets and links to tickets and enjoy uh, listen this is you you know this uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself we love the factor meals in fact Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently yeah he's into it I we, mean who wouldn't like it and once you try it you go hey this is good stuff once you factor you can't go back there yeah it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> and nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In I, the, in I the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? What? Like before, I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here America. to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although you know what? Pop a Factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your Factor. Yeah. Right. Get in there. Get the Wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no, that's get them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over thirty-five different meals, more than sixty add-ons to choose from every week. Various different. You know, look if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm-hmm. filet mignon. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, they they had lobster the other day. Oh my god! Oh, they got all these all I sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com/slash pardo five zero. Use code pardo five zero to get fifty percent off your first box plus twenty percent off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. 
Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just yeah. If you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know get this thing off the ground. Get let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a I, well, I don't know, like a graphic designer, maybe. I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what is it? I should tell you that, I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do to three things I actually do not need at the moment, <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Got a team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah. You went on, you've said, look, I'm looking for yeah. uh, metal, metal, what are the, what's that called? A metal worker? Um... Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge, are they forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good um, luck. Good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. So don't don't write the owner of that. <laughs> that's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it, probably is but it probably is and you know what i think i gotta get into the bike chain game yeah you do uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. if you're hiring ZipRecruiter is the way to do it once again go to ZipRecruiter.com slash pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program episode. You know, who cares? Uh, <laughs> it's now time to... Garen sucks. Garen... Uh, how was your weekend? Anything of import that we could uh, uh, keep in mind? Doug Jones has an IMDb page as long as Magnolia Boulevard. <laughs> so tell us about your weekend, Garen. Um, Man, I wish I could. Hmm. Oh, oh, you're saving up for uh, How to Survive? <laughs> no, honestly, it was just, it was, I don't think we did anything of any excitement or import. How are the new gonna... roommates working out? Good. Oh, they're out, well, they're out of town. Oh. So they went, they're staying in San Diego for work or something. So Easter weekend, you didn't do anything? Oh, no. 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 Okay. I watched. What did I watch? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Succession, which we can't talk about. We cannot talk about Succession. Caught up. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not caught up. You're not caught up. No. Oh. Okay. I, uh, there was something I was just going to say, and it's completely just gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. I'm sure. See any movies? If I may, before I arrived, I'm sure you said, uh, if you're not caught up on Succession, do not look at social media. No, my wife told me the same thing. I think she might have gotten something spoiled. Or, mm. or, or if she didn't, she caught wind that there's something serious. Do you watch Succession, Doug? I do not. Yeah, I've okay. never seen it. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, um, uh, this is not a spoiler, mm. maybe the best hour of television ever made. Oh, you oh, did wow. watch it? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's uh, phenomenal. Okay, cool. The, act, the acting is phenomenal. Yeah, the show's incredible. Uh, I mean, the show's incredible. And, and the acting... Is always great. Yeah. And the acting in this one is mm. a level up. The yeah. Emmys next year are just going to be called Succession. Succession. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. It's Con- uh, Connor's Wedding. Is yeah. The yeah. Episode. <laughs> it's uh, crazy yeah, it's that, uh, you know, Logan, what, what's the actor? Brian Cox mm-hmm. doesn't like the, the guy, the other guy. I mean, he's, he's in he, real life. He can't stop talking about how he doesn't like his method acting style. Oh. And, yeah. He finds yeah, it exhausting. It's just so weird to me. Uh, and, I, and some of it's like, is this just for promotion? Like that they're 
huh, ginning up some sort of a conflict because the characters are in in, in very uh, serious conflict with each other on the show. Uh, but I don't think so. I think he's just a cranky old man if, who likes to tell people. If you read his book, yeah, you, uh, he is. Uh, he does not hold back. Yeah, and it cl- and clearly uh, doesn't like a single human being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's not unique. Yeah. And that's, oh, okay, I, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. I'm blaming the other. Jeremy Strong is the yeah, other Jeremy Strong, the actor. Yeah. He's brilliant. Not brilliant. Mark Strong. That's a different actor. Right. You who's know that? Mark Strong? No. Who is that? Uh, you know, look up Mark Strong. And uh, you will know him the second you see him and you'll go, boy, that guy doesn't look like a Mark Strong. (laughs) Oh, is he? (laughs) Am I right? I don't know know Mark Strong. Am I I getting the the name right, Garen? Uh, If this is the guy you're thinking of. Hmm. Yeah. You probably. Hmm? I would have thought you would have worked with him on something. The name isn't isn't striking me, but. uh, Am I thinking the right guy? This guy? Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mark Strong. He's in Shazam, I think. He looks strong enough. Yeah. I don't don't know why the name. It doesn't. It doesn't fit. Yeah, it doesn't fit for you. Okay. It's the baldness. Like yeah, it, but sometimes he, 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 he looks like a, he looks like a good villain. Is that what he's, he is? He's, he's okay. Yes. He's, he's quite often. Yeah, a Mark Strong is a leading guy name. You're right. Yes, you're right, that's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. He's okay. a character actor yeah, yeah, yeah. with a leading man name. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. Thank you for you nailed. Of it's also a very American name. That's the other and, thing. And British. he's British. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's very yeah. like Mark Strong. What's his real name? Do you think? Does he have a real name? Mark Week. Gotta change that. What if it was his agent pulls him aside? Marco Giuseppe. Salisolia? Wow. Oh, that's his real name? Did not see that coming. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, the birth oh. Name. oh Boy, okay. So he changed it for Hollywood? Strong. But he is from England, right? Or where is yeah, he from? Yeah, London, England. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wait, that doesn't sound English, though, does it? It sounds I mean, like... Uh, maybe his parents yeah, immigrated from Italy. people. Yeah. London is very multicultural. Oh, it absolutely yeah, is. Yeah. It's a melting pot like Hollywood is. Like Hollywood is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Austrian mother, Italian father. Oh, oh there you go. There every you go, bit there of that go. is in his name. In his yeah. name, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I always find it amazing that Jeremy Strong is so uh, gracious about, like, they'll say, hey, you know, uh, Brian Cox says you're a piece of shit. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I think he's brilliant. Like, he's, he doesn't yeah. oh, take the bait at all. Him. Good for yeah, him. Like, he's trashing your your craft. <laughs> well, he's a clown. You, 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 you act. Like my, like my friend, when I was on the set of Mary, Marathon man, yeah. and Dusty Hoffman would, would run around like an asshole, yeah. and my buddy Larry says to him, "What are you doing?" And he goes, "Well, I, I, I got to be out of breath and red." And he goes, "Well, why don't you try acting, my boy?" Yeah. That's yeah. what Larry says to him. Yeah, talking about Olivia, you know that, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Make sure you guys the know Brits don't go for that. That uh, they don't stuff, like it. It's horseshit. The American style. Remember the time I saw fake Jeremy Strong down the street? <laughs> yes. we did we did a celebrity sighting on a fake Jeremy Strong. Yeah, it's a type. It's a type that looks it's like a type. Him. It could have been him. I drove past quick enough. I'm going to yeah. go to. I, I'm I'll go to my grave that was not him right but you never know could have been know. range of working actors was there a baseball cap in, a t- was a baseball cap you'd see that yeah we could change everyone's life. right <laughs> tacos sure. great uh, Garen, uh, uh, Matt had a question did you see a movie over the weekend uh, I watched an old Michelle Yeoh movie and oh. I watched Rebecca for the first time Oh, oh my God, Rebecca! The, uh, my wife just watched that. Is that why? That's you why watched I watched it. it? Yeah, she because it's something I've always wanted to watch because I haven't seen you know all of Hitchcock's movies, which seems crazy. I've never seen Rebecca either. Yeah, oh, me too. Me yeah, too. It's really good. You advise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't remember okay. if I've seen that one. My what, what's it about? It's about you can't say much. Without, yeah, you yeah, can't. You can't. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's, it's not what you would expect a typical Hitchcock movie to be. Yeah. It's more like a gothic. Mm. Yeah, romance mystery. Mm, I kind of not thing. remember. I don't think I saw it. Though. What, what? Now, what was the Michelle Yeoh movie? If my the add? stunt woman, the stunt woman, which I have not seen yet. Okay, I, oh. I worked with her. She was on Star Trek Discovery right. with us. She played uh, uh, Captain Giorgio, and then in the Mirror Universe, Emperor Giorgio on our show. 
delightful, humble, sweetest woman alive. Oh, is that nice? Is so that right? Glad, so that's gl- nice. <laughs> yeah. It is nice. And it's, and, yeah. When someone's so, nice, it is nice. Yeah. <laughs> so watching her clutch her Oscar and give a, a very heartfelt acceptance yeah. speech was yeah. really, really heartwarming for me. That's yeah. great. It made me yeah. cry, and I don't know her. Yeah, I know, I know, right? Yeah. There were a lot of cry-worthy. Uh, oh, totally, yeah. That, that was a great speeches. night. And Brendan Fraser, I'd worked with him on Monkey Bone. Oh, A nice. lesser-known movie of his. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, he fell into a coma and he goes into fantasy land. Yep. And I was one of the fantasy characters. Oh. I was a Yeti in that movie. He remembers me to this day when we see each other and there's hugs involved. And wow. so seeing him. Well, Doug, you are memorable. I mean, well, <laughs> look at me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Who wouldn't remember this? <laughs> but he's your height. Isn't he a tall? He's, a tall, he's about 6'3", six, 6'4", six, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and broad shouldered, of course. And I didn't see the whale. Have you seen the whale? I've not seen it yet. Everyone's. I, I know. I, I didn't really either. need to see it so I can cry. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. And, and see his acceptance speech again, yeah, which yeah, was yeah. also heartfelt and lovely to watch mm-hmm. him. And same with the, the young man from... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. 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 Good for him. Yeah, good for everybody winning. No, oh, I know, right. It was, it, 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 was, it was a nice year because everybody seemed to really appreciate that they won. Yeah. As right. opposed to... I deserve this. Here comes yeah. Hollywood. You know, yeah. Right, yeah. And here's my, here's my cause of the day I want to talk about instead of, mm-hmm. of how humble I am. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, you oh. never show up pre-pandemic. Bruce Smith, our manager, used to have Oscar parties. Uh, you never would show up to I those. did. I did two of them over, over the years, and they okay. were maybe maybe two that you didn't did not attend. But yeah, uh, yeah. But what I find is when I I'm a, I, I'm an award show junkie. Okay, and I like to draw the curtains, get the snacks, mm-hmm. and watch. Yeah. So I, I want to hear everything yep. it said. Bruce Smith's party is a full bunch of you people, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, oh, and Bruce Smith, right? Uh, right? And, a lot. And Bruce Smith, he's a talker. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, right. no. <laughs> But yeah, opinions, <laughs> jokes, one-liners, yeah. running around the room, and I miss everything on the TV. So that's why I, I love the social aspect of it, but then I miss the entire show. Here's what I'm going to say about <laughs> everything you just said. Yeah. Uh, first of all, my wife and son and I, uh, we sit there quietly. We, The social aspect is great. And then, this, in my opinion, it, like, let's say it was this year. Yeah. The second you hear, please welcome Jimmy Kimmel, you shut it. And you watch the award show. Yeah. Commercial. Chit chat. Chit chat. That's the way to do it. That's the way yeah. to do right. it, Bill Dwyer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't shut up. No. Bill Dwyer and Rick Overton don't shut the fuck oh, up. Oh bless. Yeah. And it's like, dude, dude, you can clearly see we're watching. Yeah. yeah and yeah, then yeah. Uh, then in the meantime, there's you know, there's Bruce talking about one time he ran into Fanny Flagg. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh <laughs> you know, right? Jim, it's interesting. Oh Christ. Okay, here we go. <laughs> He talks, you know. This is what this 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 came up last week. This is a running bit. At some point, I mean, this is early. At some point, we have to have Bruce Smith on this show. Yeah, I know he doesn't. Has he been mentioned a lot on the show? I'm assuming. Well, we've had other clients of his. Like last week, Avra Friedman, another client of his, came in, and so the the, anytime one of his clients is a guest, that it it comes comes up. up, Of course, you have to have him on. Of course, he's got stories. You know, he's got first of all, he's got stories. Yeah, Yeah. and he's all ball busting aside, he's a good storyteller. Yeah, but he really should come on just to defend himself, right? Because he truly does just get kicked in the face uh, on the show. Imagine him with a microphone in front of him. Listen, no, no, he'll, it'll be a long podcast. <laughs> but we can kind of control that. Yeah, sure. Bruce, this one's, this one's got to be tight. You did a, a bit on him in one of your acts once. I was at the improv or something watching you do a set and, and you talking about Bruce Smith with a, with a toupee on for some reason. Do you remember this? <laughs> did I, I, did, was that when I was referring to my manager as, as my agent as Schmitty? Schmitty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I, I forget was, what the bit was. based on Bruce, I think. And it was, 
admittedly, it was like even somebody from some network came up to me and they said, you know, we want to that they, they had a meeting with me. We'd like to talk to Schmitty yeah. to, to build on that bit. And I don't <laughs> oh, remember really? what the bit oh, really? was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just me being a jackass. But you picked someone out in the audience to play that role of your manager. I did. You did, and and you were back and forth with him, and you, you told him to say, uh, "Is that a toupee?" In your, you would ask, "Is that a toupee in your head?" And, you, and the answer he had to give you was, "No, it is not. No, it is not." Repeatedly, "No, it is not." Yes. And and before, and I'm not sure, but you got more and more outlandish with your accusations <laughs> and he kept saying there no it is not <laughs> right so i don't remember any of i know that. I, I don't i remember, forget how you built into that at, at, i was probably i was doubled over laughing point thank you i, I was I, ed mcmanning all over you i yeah. and i remember you coming to the omnipop showcase is always very very yeah. very supportive yeah um well good luck to me in that i think that meeting went well i think <laughs> yeah well let's, let's build on this schmitty thing i don't know i don't know i don't, I don't. um the, there was something about Schmitty too, like that he's always at the phone and, and he's ready to take the call. I forget. Yeah, yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, I think we got to have it. It could have been Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like to you, you uh, Jeff Garland playing the manager, like that could have yeah, been yeah. you. Yeah, 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 totally. Okay, yeah, I could I could repeat the the funny thing the person just said. <laughs> <laughs> I, could be the, I could be the Jeff Garland of that show. Uh, Garen, what's your guest? Again, that Yuri uh, Garrigan, uh, Garrigan, what's his name? Gagarin. Gagarin was the first man to ever accomplish Gagarin. Gagarin. Garen better get this right. Elliot, you better get a mouth guard. <laughs> that was a joke. Yo. I don't get it. Check out the walls and remember who the boss is. Iced by Jimmy. You're getting iced by Jimmy. Oh, I recognize you. you didn't make a joke, but you're still getting iced. Iced, okay. Well, also, he did make a joke and there was laughter after it. So it's like doubly incorrect. The ice didn't work, but it, 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 it works because, yeah, you were like, now I am icing you. So it was like, that was the first time that it was like, the icing actually was being scored by the theme instead yes. of it be following the icing. That's, like, that's usually how it happens. Uh, what's your guess? Gagarin. I, uh, Boy, am I tempted to change this answer. Uh, well, you can. Uh, you haven't said it yet. Nobody checks the paper. Yeah. I'm just going to go with my, what I had first. I think he's the first man to orbit the Earth. Okay. Is my guess. Well, we'll find out together if you're right. And again, we just... These three just talked about it. Yeah, but I was diligently looking for the original name of Noho Diner. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to insist that that was the yeah, time frame. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think it wasn't even that important. You were looking for Mark Strong's photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so unnecessary. <laughs> oh, I missed that whole thing. But hey, this is Mark Strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, ready. Uh, Elliot, we're going to say hello to you. Gen- hello. Genetically loud over there. Uh, what's that? Well, I know there was some, a big situation at the familiar earlier today. It seemed to go okay. Sure, it was fine. Was, was that on air or off that you mentioned? That? Uh, I didn't mention it on air, but the my leaving the room may have been that was on implied air. on air. Yeah. So, yeah, some, somebody was trying to deliver some flowers. A professional was trying to deliver some flowers to somebody and apparently my buzzing them in the first time wasn't sufficient for them they wanted to to give it to the person which mm-hmm. i don't know how i would have helped with that anyway but um do you yeah. accept like if you're if you're in the managerial office and and is there and an apartment office, 103 <laughs> is uh is not in yeah. Would you uh, would you accept the flowers on their behalf and then deliver I have, them later in the day? I have not ever done that. My my concern there being 
what if I knock the flowers over and now I right. gotta buy them some flowers? Like nah. you know, Elliot, everything that ever happens in his <laughs> life or is proposed to him, he looks at through the lens of is there a lawsuit I could <laughs> right. be sure. Look, in? If you had my we, dad, we, will it be doing something for the show? And you're like, well, I don't know. That's, they could they could sue us. It's a video that's going to be sent to three fans. <laughs> yeah, they're not. Gonna, they're never. They're never going to sue us. Uh, no, to, to, nobody to, is looking at the, our tiered system as a contract. <laughs> and if it is, then we correct it instantly. Oh, it was the trading cards. That was the last time it came up, right? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Because we were like parodying other trading cards. And he was like, well, nope. that belongs to them. Nobody's coming after us. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But Nobody, you, you see some of these stories where if we just because you never know which one's the one that that's going to be that one. First of all, let's, let's, uh, I've said it before. Bring on the lawsuit. We could use the press. <laughs> also, we're not Joe Rogan. Nobody knows we're doing anything. I mean, that that's fair. I look when I did. How stuff, dare you call us not Joe Rogan? <laughs> yeah. So insulting, dude. We're doing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there's plaques all over the wall. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, yes, good. we have a trophy. Right. That's true. That's true. Uh, dealing with the stuff with my dad, where it's just like just just dealing with being a part like it, it's expensive to be part of a lawsuit sure mm. like not even whether you win or lose like just participating all right but participating let, let, me, let me be very clear <laughs> let me be very clear uh, to also put the accent on the wrong syllable uh if we were to get if somebody was to come after us to yeah, sue yeah. us we wouldn't spend a dime we would just fix whatever the problem was mm-hmm. yeah right that what do you mean? Yeah. yeah, it would be a no, cease no. and desist. Here, like, here's, okay. here's, here's, no, but here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> and also, you're never in, you're, it's never going to be you. That's well, what that's, we always say to you. Well, it's but not your I would I would still feel badly if I could prevent that. Here's because what's happening today in like YouTube and all these kind of things is that these big companies are bigfooting folks and causing them to lose hundreds of thousands of dollars because they can't fight them. Okay, thank you. All right, you know what? Keep an eye on <laughs> Keep an eye on these things. Right. I mean, the YouTube thing is the thing that I'm most concerned with, honestly, because that's a thing where we could retroactively have trouble. Mm. And and there's more AI and stuff trying to figure out like if there's something that you use that you weren't supposed to. But you to. know, and I mean this in the nicest way, that nobody, of, of everything that we put out there, and we're very successful, and I'm, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful to each and every fan. I mean sure, that sure. sincerely. Uh, no fake anger or any horseshit. I am very, very grateful at the success that the show has had. That said, you know nobody watches those YouTube, YouTube clips, right? I look. You, you know that's a big bust. Yeah. So if you needed I, to stop doing those for legal reasons, it's okay. I mean that it it's it's less about the uh, the YouTube clips of this show and really honestly more about Jimmy's records and keep an eye on it. Then, dude, the yeah. last thing I need is a fucking fuzz coming down on me. <laughs> Yeah, because that's the thing where we actually use stuff that, yeah. in theory, could have could have rights on it. We don't well, sing. We don't. That's and that's the reason why. Some people have asked, "Hey, why don't you have the music clips?" And I know that uh, other channels do that. Uh, it, we don't make enough money off of them. I guess we could decide not to care. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But then we would get zero <laughs> money. We would never get a yeah, single. Yeah, they dollar. couldn't put uh, ads in it. Yeah, yeah I don't. Uh, I, I haven't seen nickel one of this thing. I don't know if you're embezzling it. You it doesn't know. go to me. Years ago, Matt was embezzling from, the, from me. Now I assume you are. I, the, the money doesn't go to me. It's not. Uh, but it you right into our me. bank account. Do you have to go to your fry cook job after this? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I work at Sittens. <laughs> <laughs> and I still call it that because I've been there that long. That long. Okay. Got mm-hmm. it. Got it. Got it. Uh, I don't like the name Sittens. No. I think I'm, I'm in favor of them. Changing I believe it was the gentleman's uh, person's name. Oh, like, wow. Because I was a place where you'd sit in. I, mean, I thought it was you know, based sit on no, sitting no, in. I think it was S- S-I-T-O-N-S. S-I-T-O-N-S. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. And by the way, when we moved here, you know, uh, when Pat and I were roommates, me, Pat, Gilmartin, Dorr, Siegel, uh, Schwaba, we would, that would be our 
Chip Jennery, that was our, yeah. you know, yeah, we're, spot. We're, we're, we're swingers. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, sure, yeah, that was sure. our spot. It was <laughs> yeah. fucking great. Yeah. Just nothing. They never kick you out. Like, they don't kick you out. Eight people just there for three you, hours. You never wait for a table. Yeah. There's parking. You can parking. park your car at the oh building. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That is radical. And yeah. delicious. Yeah. Okay. And thank God, not where I got that food poisoning. Okay. I used to go there on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I haven't gone there since they changed the name. It's probably the exact same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your guess? I have the same answer as Garen. What is it? Uh, first to orbit the Earth. Oh, so Garen did remember the right answer. Ma- and, and look, maybe. No, he did. Because there's, there's, a, there's a couple other rocket-related first, but I believe that's it. Uh, Matt, is it you next? Yeah. Uh, I believe Yuri Gagarin was the first man in space. Just in space. Overall, yeah. Overall right. first and, and, in space. And you guys specifically said orbit. Orbit, orbit. yeah. All right. Well, and I'm going to agree over here. Uh, I, oh, I, I'm going to say first man in space as well. Yeah. I, I wrote that down right here. Well, you were there. You were so at that, this but, event. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I read up on it. <laughs> right. So it, there could have been yeah. an orbit involved. There could have been an up and down involved. Right. I, don't, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'm going to assume that uh, before anyone or- orbited, they... There had to be a test I, run up and down. Yeah. Right? And I actually think now that I'm thinking about it, I vaguely remember the movie The Right Stuff. I think it covered. I think an American was actually the first to orbit. And I think that was John Glenn. Uh, okay, I could okay. be wrong. About I, yeah, that. I think I think this was the test run up and down. What about actress Scott Glenn to leave the, <laughs> to <laughs> leave the atmosphere? Scott yeah, Glenn. he was the first. Flown? He was he was the first to just send it to the moon with his performance. Damn right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. made one Scott Glenn movie because I can't pull one. Uh, mm. Slaughter Backdraft? of the Innocents. What the what hell the is that? Hell? Come on, man. We're playing the game seriously. <laughs> <laughs> was he in Backdraft, Garen? Is that Maybe. Scott Glenn? Yeah, that could be. Who's the guy? I don't know. Spoilers. Is he the guy that sets the fires? Oh. I believe he's on the... He's the bad guy? I think he is on... On the force. Oh, he's on, on the, the force. force. Yeah. Oh, I believe. Like, yeah, I think that's Scott Glenn, right? Mm, I, mm, I don't remember. Who's another actor with a name like that? Glenn Campbell. You that's it. Thank you. I was thinking of Glenn. I was thinking of country music. <laughs> totally. Glenn Campbell. He would light his guitar on fire right. and then throw it into the yeah. building. And Matt, thank God you're here. It was Glenn Campbell. He was in Backdraft. It is. All right, good. So I got the right guy. Uh, my here's my guess, and again, I, it's wrong, but it's not bananas based on the way our conversation. Uh, first guy that started his own country. He, I, oh, I thought he was oh, the guy that put the flag Sealand. in Sealand. In Sealand. Oh, okay, wow. okay. So I was going back we, to we, that. We mished a couple of our conversations yes. together here. Okay. I also don't pay attention to the show. Right? <laughs> I don't care for the host. Yeah. Well, you, and you, I really like the cast. You have people for that. Exactly. You used to say, Jimmy, that you don't listen to the podcast because you're here, but you, now you don't even listen to it when you're here. No. <laughs> no. I, I can't. I, I can't with you three. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Thank God Doug Jones is here. Bring it something. Yeah. Yeah. After 16, 17 years, it's just all oh. like, the parents on peanuts, you know, just all a dial tone. Whenever the three of you talk, <laughs> right, yeah. and your dial tone is louder than everybody else's. That's why I get angry. Oh, did the kids get that reference today? Dial <laughs> tone. Hmm. We don't have we, dial tones anymore. I, Doug, I'm closer to your age. than no, I, I still have a landline phone at home, so well, I get a dial we don't, tone. We fucking moved on, but they <laughs> um, Our audience is uh, closer to us. Okay, good. Okay, good. Than it is my people. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I would say our audience, I used to say between 35 and 65, but maybe it's now. I know we have younger ones. Oh, that reminds me. We uh, I should what plug this in the plugs. We we have a new audience survey oh, uh, oh. For, for fans to fill out just to let us know who you are, what your deal is. That helps the advertisers, uh, the people who sell ads for our show. Oh, great. Uh, find the right fits. And so it, it helps you, too, because if you listen to the show, you want ads that are relevant to you. Mm. Uh, this helps you. So please go to. 
nevernotfunny.com slash survey and you can fill that out there right and is there going to be a link on our website as well for that or do, yes it's at nevernotfunny.com slash survey thank you very much <laughs> uh, boy the memory is shot <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, no yes we'll, we'll yes. put something on the front page too. there you go don't you join in with them <laughs> don't you dare join in with them I'll come over there and punch you right in the fucking I had, kneecap I adore you and you're punching it's all good <laughs> punch you in your kneecap because he's taller than me Gary right. that's the premise like a yeah. foot almost a foot yeah yeah uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's find out the answer from my young son. Okay. Oliver, all right. Who, uh, again. This uh, is the longest trivia question I've ever heard in my in <laughs> We really milk it that way. Yeah, oh, yeah. good, good, good. I yeah. love it. Um, and, and by the way, to Matt's point about that survey, it's, it's when we did a survey, it's got to be eight, nine years ago that we last did it. It does work because we don't, we, we, like, we've never advertised man great. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, uh, is that what it's called? The thing where you cook on your truck engine I don't, I don't, oh, yeah. oh right like like they've done a whenever we've done these they've done a great job of knowing who they're advertising uh, to who they yeah yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. never uh right we did have manscape which was uh, not that sure border, sure borderline yeah, every man needs to trim the pubes you know i keep a nice triangle down there <laughs> <laughs> what uh he said you know i do <laughs> i don't know that but <laughs> we, I, I guess i know it we from doing know those conversations yeah yeah, we go, yeah. Wait, where the hell's the answer here it yeah. is okay uh, where's my son's email? 8, 8 a.m. The question came in at 7.57. The answer come, came in at 8 a.m. this morning. Okay. 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 And the answer is, uh, we have a, we have two winners. Yep, that doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. He's the first person to plant a flag on a fake country. No. No, no, no. So I'm, I'm one winner and the guy that put the flag, Yuri. Is the other. Uh, he was the first person in space. In space. Okay. okay. As okay. a cosmonaut traveling in the Vostek 1 capsule, Gagarin completed. Now, here we go. Now we got trouble. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, Gagarin completed one orbit of Earth on April 12th, 1961. Oh. So I think we have four, four winners. winners then. But then it comes to the bet. Yeah, it comes uh, to the bet. Oh. No. We got four winners. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel your answers imply someone else was the first in space, and that someone else was the first to orbit the planet. Just because he did both doesn't. Make, I don't make see you that right. implication, but I'm willing to have you guys and I and yeah. you're both very trustworthy yeah, people. You, you can, you can I mean, say, here, speak here, honestly. Here, here's the thing. Yes. So read read what Oliver wrote one more time. More than happy to. Uh, Oliver Pardo to James Pardo okay, 8 a.m. <laughs> oh, this is 50 Shades of Grey. Very good. Wait, uh, I, want, I want the full uh, the question. Expand the. Do you want the question again? Is what you're saying? Like the IP address and all that other stuff. <laughs> it's not showing. <laughs> uh, he was the first person in space! Exclamation point. Uh-huh. As a cosmonaut. Done. We're done. <laughs> nope. No. As a cosmonaut traveling in the Vostek 1 capsule, Gagarin completed one orbit of Earth on April 12, 1961. To so, me, that means they are. They, and everybody is right. You know that I I am a pedantic. You friend. will be honest about it. Yes, mm. Garen's so, not trustworthy. At so all. here's <laughs> the thing: he is famous for being the first person in space. Yeah, but he, as the first person in space, he, he was also orbit. the first person to orbit the Earth. Sure. But so in I, your I guess experience, I, Jimmy, in your game show hosting experience, yes. <laughs> would the judges say? That we're all correct. I, I, as this host, has said oh, you're all correct. But what and I'm the asking is be- yes, because we have two very honest people here. What I'm asking you guys is, when you wrote your answer, did you mean he was the first to orbit Earth, not the first in space, or did you not even think about that? I don't think that that matters to this one. I don't think. I think could, it does. Or was it a two in one kind of thing where it, oh, the first person would have orbited? It did not even cross my mind that right. those could be two different things. Right. And two different. Two different. Not to, necessarily two different things, but that this situation would come up. And yeah, never, right. right. Yeah. I think what and, we're learning here is Matt has a low number. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're learning. Uh, that's true. Could is, be. Wait, Oliver's in class, right? He's at school. There's nothing. There's no way to ask him. Well, I would say. What would you, you ask him? As the 
creative the question. Oh, I would, would like you to yeah. say these and are correct. That's an interesting question. Uh, well, if we were going to go down that road, though, I think we have to be careful because what's the definition of space? And were there any pilots who could have been considered to have been in space before him? So therefore, the orbit was the reason why he was considered the first person in space. I am making oh. an executive decision. All four of them. Have, okay. Uh, all four. Okay. Of That's them you're the host. That's your prerogative. Um, it is uh, to me. Uh, uh, if you if you your joke aside, if it was exclamation point and no other information yeah. then I, I would just go with you two yeah, but the I fact that, that he's saying he was the first person in space and he completed a, a thing right, right, on, yeah. on this date yeah, that's yeah. our answer that's right. our answer yeah. alright now let's get our numbers okay. Matt's at one what else you got <laughs> <laughs> we know it's like uh, Garen what do you got ten ten Elliot ten ten Whoa. Oh, wait, Doug no. yeah ten twenty one twenty one okay. Blackjack sixteen sixteen which so, means uh, Doug's our winner. What, wait, what about me? I, I get something for being wrong. <laughs> I bet twelve. By the way, Garen, okay. I, for the uh, thank you. Uh, I was overly confident, but it worked. Yeah, well, okay. you got, you, uh, let's go play it. <laughs> Here's the good news about this, by the way. Let's pretend. Shut it down. Shut that music. Down. I want my five bucks. Where's this? Where's uh, coming? Uh, here, here's here's the good news about this. Let's pretend that I said no. They're not part of it. It's only you two who won. Mm. Doug still wins. Yeah. Uh, I I will counter that argument with let's pretend at the end of the season one of them beats me by eight points. <laughs> then then Matt will. Then you go great. I have a great life and I've got a nice <laughs> right, yeah, wife. And, and you won last season. And I'm doing okay. I to fall ago. back on. Yeah. 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 You don't know me at all. <laughs> oh, I do. So I'm trying to talk it down comedically. Um, we're gonna pay you out. Yeah, and we're going to do it Joker's Wild style, which means that you're going to put your hand out, palm up. Oh, and we're all going to count to five by fives. Oh, okay. here we go. Uh, and and five. five. Yes. <laughs> that a boy. I did it, Mom. Yeah. OK. Thanks. <laughs> Doug, uh, I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to quote my friend Conan O'Brien here when he used to uh, take a commercial break in between having us uh, his first guest on. Mm-hmm. And he would say, uh, we're, uh, we're just scratching the surface with this guest. Yeah. And then we'd come back uh, for act two. And then it's like, eh, we maybe stay too. <laughs> uh, but we sincerely have only scratched the surface with you. No. Will you come back and join us again? I would love to. Are you kidding? This right. Is, like I said, my favorite yeah. podcast, I think, almost ever. Wow. Well, first of all, I, I left some room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, it, uh, Matt Weinhold, if you're listening, he, he, off the air, he said you're his favorite. Um, the, uh, we were, I, would love, anytime. Okay. To deal. Anytime. We'd to love deal. to have you back. Um, and I look forward to seeing you at Bruce's Oscar party next year because <laughs> I think he's going to, every, ever since the pandemic kind of, the yeah. lockdown's over, he right. keeps teasing that he's going to have it again. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pitch this. I'll pitch this to you. And then you, if you like it, you guys can take it to him. Mm-hmm. Maybe. In, in light of what Doug was saying, which I think a lot of people agree, they like to just watch the show and focus. I do. Maybe mm-hmm. he should have a pre-Oscar party, like a, either the night before wow. or just a barbecue at like 12.30 in the afternoon. And then send us on our And then way. everyone can go yeah. home and watch it. Ah. What about this? What if he uh, invited us all over and then he left? <laughs> <laughs> what you, is that a good... I don't know what the purpose of it would be. Well, nice you can, you can enjoy each other's company. With First that, of all, you yeah. know I'm not having people over to my house. Right. You know that. No, yeah. yeah. Doug's way up in Santa Clarita. Yeah. Yeah. No one's coming to my place. Nobody knows where Dwyer's living these days. Mm-hmm. Right. Plus, you know, he's going to be evicted with his loud voice any day now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. He <laughs> um, some hexagons. Right? Oh, he needs hexagons. Yeah, he's the open hex. Open hex. Yeah. Uh, Doug, thank you for being here. No, thank you so An much for having me. An absolute joy. The, the joy is yeah. all mine. Thank you so much for uh, having me. 
I, I don't. I, I would say go watch Doug and his and his thing. But well, I can tell you what's coming up next. Yes, please tell uh, us what's yeah, next. Right, so, Star Trek Discovery uh, will be airing sometime early the January, February, maybe uh, 2024. Mm-hmm. And, uh, season five is our final season, so be watching that, and you'll see me as Saru finishing out my storyline. Uh, also, I'm a recurring guest on What We Do in the Shadows, oh, right. which makes uh, my what's one of my favorite things I've ever done in my life. Uh, so, I have three more episodes of coming, and there's season five, which is yet to air as Beronafanas. Uh, and let's see, I just did a, a did a family-friendly show for uh, the streamer called the, uh, Pure Flix. It's a division of Sony, and the show is called uh, Destination Heaven. My episode is called uh, I Will Follow. It's an anthology series, so this episode is all about me and my storyline, and, and it's very it's actually very funny, written by Dean Batali, who was uh, a showrunner for that 70s show. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, lovely, lovely, hilarious script and very family-friendly, wholesome material. And cool. where? Pure Flix. And it was supposed to start in March. Uh, this is like a six-episode mini season. I'm uh, not sure when it's going to be starting, but sh- I'm saying soon. All right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, plenty of pleasure to see Doug Jones. Uh, only one place does he get. No, was, mm. that's not even true. <laughs> yeah, they got that. How to survive? Already screwed my thing up. Uh, hey, everybody! Thanks for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Certainly appreciate your support. Don't forget that Monday is the deadline. Uh, Monday midnight Pacific. Yes. They have all day Monday. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, to either uh, subscribe at a level to get all the perks or to up. Bump up. Uh, Don't wait till the last minute. Get, get it done. In there. Yeah. Get it done. But again, this doesn't come up until Thursday, so uh, time is limited. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't care if they wait till eleven fifty eight. To be honest, as long as they do it, I don't care either. But just don't get so stressed about it. Get 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 it done before then. Yeah, uh, you don't want to feel panicked. Like, oh my god, my my internet is not as slow. I can't get in there before the midnight. It's uh, not buying tickets to a concert, right? Right. We're giving you plenty of time. Do sure. it at noon. Do it in your lunch break. Yeah, only takes a minute. Absolutely. Uh, and we welcome you in. Uh, and you get my. Uh, my handwritten thank you note if you decide to join at a level uh, four or higher. And uh, you're welcome. Uh, that, that It'll be a talking piece to bring the whole family around to go, can what anybody the, read what this what says? <laughs> this, is it because you're spending so much time with doctors lately that you've adopted their sloppy handwriting? It is very, it is very doctorish. Yeah. It's very, you know, it, 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 what it is is we type everything. Yeah, that's true. We don't really write things anymore. I and know. I write things, uh, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Penmanship is a lost art. It is. Yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah. I was never great to begin with, but this is disastrous. <laughs> yeah. This is unfair to people that have eyes. That signature, though, is pretty on point. The signature is on point on 98% of them. There's one that I'm very unhappy with. <laughs> that person's going to know who it, who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what happened on that one. Then we got to go. I took the time to, it was, like, it was like, dude, take your time. And I took the time to, to write out the message very nicely. Then when I went to sign it, I went, well, I ain't Ray doing that whole goddamn thing. <laughs> so, uh, Garen, great job today, as always, it's with the exception of when you didn't tell Doug what room we were in no, no, or where it, to all, sit. It's all good. No, it's, it's not, Doug. He told you he sent you into a hall aimlessly. <laughs> it made for good material. Though. That's true. That's good. Look See, at your positive spin. You did five minutes on already. <laughs> um, <laughs> Great job today, Garen. Good to see you. Thank you, sir. You That's as well. Great. Oh, thank you, Garen. Uh, he's at the Pop. Oh, Pop goes to be info desk sponsored by Lemon Ice Designs. Head over there, get uh, buy two T-shirts, get a free never off one of your Jimmy Pardo shirt uh, with, uh, with your order using code Pardo. Mm. So head over there and get your shirt. As, uh, again, I'm wearing my Go Fuck Your Gun shirt, uh, which uh, five designs on that now, four designs. There's plenty of designs. There's a lot, yeah. So go over there and, uh, of course, a uh, uh, portion of the proceeds on that goes to every town. So uh, head over there and uh, uh, get your shirt. Uh, there's behind the video village. There he is, the genetically loud Elliot Holmberg. 
<laughs> the honcho Matt Belknap, but our uh, my, my friend of thirty something years, and uh, finally a friend of this show, mm-hmm. uh, Doug Jones. We'll see you next yes. time on the podcast. AK Four. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK Four. I got emotion. I, I got sincere at the end there, mm-hmm. and then I didn't know how to. You lost yourself. I lost myself. Who's this guy being nice? Where's Where's fake slash real anger guy? Our great friend Doug Jones. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK Forty Seven. Gone. Not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.